All right, all right, all right, fire them up! We go live in five. It's time for ignition and straight up automobile pimping. you're both here uh both of you are good friends of mine and uh i hope through throughout this conversation we can um you know become closer as friends but you are joining me on a momentous occasion for today is my dog cage's seventh birthday oh wow and uh (laughs) and uh my wife uh specifically told me to uh mention it on this Mm -hmm. podcast so i've done so uh, I could have not done it. She's not going to listen. Yeah. Still banned from the show. <laughs> she didn't so... realize that. <laughs> but it's nice you but did now, it. Yeah. Now my conscience is clear, yep. uh, and uh, and I have done what I've, has been asked of me. Mm-hmm. Uh, minimum effort. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> that's kind of the, the motto I live my life by. <laughs> well, happy birthday, Cage. You know. Happy yeah, birthday. Thank you. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. He can't understand English, but, you know, I'll, I'll give him some extra pats on the head for yep. him. So. Yeah, I'll pick him up, put him to the camera so we can say happy birthday and start singing and stuff like that. <laughs> I'll, I'll Photoshop him in uh, into this conversation. Excellent. <laughs> He's in the other room. He's taking a nap. He had a, a long day yesterday. But, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah. Yeah, we don't. So, yeah. Britt and I both don't have kids, but you have kids. Yes. Yes. Or just one I have kid? two girls. Two girls. Oh, cool. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, one's 12, the other one's. It's going to turn 11 soon, so yeah. Damn. They're like close. a year and a half apart. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right back to Maybe. back. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, nah. Man. Yeah, dogs are uh, dogs are kind of easy to take care of. Kids sound like really tough. <laughs> yeah, it's it's tough. I mean, I think, uh, like, the part people rightly like David, probably relate from uh, Hedris Energy. Mm-hmm. You know, but yeah, uh, yeah. yeah no, I know kids young and, um, they're great. It's there's fun and I mean there's with anything it's fun, great times. But yeah, there's also times where like oh man, this is hard. You know, you're, you're hoping you're doing the right thing and saying the right thing, especially like girls. Yeah. Like, I'm from a brother of three brothers, so like okay, like I'm used to just being like whatever, saying whatever, and just you know how boys act. But uh, girls are like yeah, you gotta, it's so much challenging here. I guess yeah. I think like, my wife's there. They're like all right, this is your turn. I'm gonna go over here to the other side of the room. <laughs> Do they get along? Oh, no. They like, hell, I love your relationship so much. I can't stand her. And like they're like, fight. And next thing you know, like, oh, let's start playing. I'm like, oh, my gosh, you guys are very nuts. No, oh, that's funny. Yeah, at least yeah they're so brothers. close in age. Yeah, well, my, my brother, I have three brothers. I have uh, two brothers. My oldest brothers, they're like about one's 13 years apart. And the other one's like nine. Mm. And the other one's like a year and a half, just like I am. Just like me and my daughters are, we're a year and mm-hmm. a half apart. So, me and my other brother, who's like two years older than me, two or a year and a half older than me, we got along like well, but we always kind of mm-hmm. us two would fight with our older brothers. It was kind of funny. Yeah. So like we would it's get like along. You guys then, miss them, yeah. 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 No, no, it's, it's fun. It's fun, but also you know there's with anything challenges and everything. So. Yeah. Well, of course, of course. Yeah. See, so this is your podcast layer that you're uh, that you're at right now. Is that what you would say? 
No, it's my parents' house. I, you know, they have internet and like there's no kids here anymore, so it's easier to like use one of the rooms. Like it's my mom's. Like it's always my brother's old room. This room. Yeah. And she's turned it into like her uh, craft room. Okay. So, yeah. So I'm like, oh, I'm gonna use it for a studio for just for the day. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, she's really a different easy. kind of craft. Yeah. No, like I got my art side from my mom definitely. You know, she yeah, does cool. crafts. She does stamps. She does all sorts of things, so I got that from her. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Brent and I both like uh, art art stuff. Um, yeah. So, well, yeah. Daniel is a, a very talented artist in his own right. He uh, <laughs> does some awesome sure. comics, and uh, and uh, I've told him several times that I'm jealous of his ability to uh, do inks. Uh, <laughs> I love his, his inking, ink work. Nah, you're uh, good yourself, dude. I love some of the stuff you do. <laughs> I wish I'm like, oh, I could just do that. <laughs> we'll, we'll swap. Is that how you guys found each other? How do you guys know mm-hmm. each other? Well, uh, since this is the brown, uh, the brownest our podcast has ever been, uh, I will say <laughs> that uh, uh, we're, we're kind of letting the cat out of the bag. We do have a, uh, a brown code uh, that white people don't typically know about. Oh, Stephen, okay. we're I, letting you in on this. Thank you. Um, all brown people inherently know each other. <laughs> okay. And uh, <laughs> we just decided to get together <laughs> and be friends. Uh, no, we actually met through uh, super cute and hideous energy okay. um, yeah. that uh, uh, DC Hopkins and, and Austin Wilson uh, do or did. And, uh, yeah, we just kind of became friends through that. And, uh, and uh, Daniel is actually coloring a, a longer-form super cute story that we've, we've got hopefully coming up. I, I think so. there's like six pages left of it to go, but uh, we kind of worked on it sporadically uh, over the past... Uh, I think we started working on it in like 2011 or something like that is when <laughs> super cute started uh, and then we had so. this longer form story like maybe a year into that so it's yeah it's really taken quite a while but we'll we'll finish it out eventually yeah. hopefully fingers crossed 2021 baby <laughs> yeah <laughs> Ten year well, issue. Why, why, well, well why rush it Stephen? <laughs> oh my bad i didn't want to yeah yeah that's not an official date guys it's not an official yeah. date right. yeah. so much pressure gosh <laughs> Oh man. Well, uh, should we should we be into it now? Should we get into it, Brent? What do you what do you say? I, I think so. I think now is the time. It is the time. All right. So we are doing it. I am Steven the Fast Fisher. <laughs> I'm Brent the Furious Hibbard. <laughs> and I and, am... uh, what oh yeah, go right ahead. Awesome. And I'm Daniel Sanchez. Uh I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> He's the grifter, the drifter, Daniel Sanchez, uh, joining us today on this episode. And, uh, you know, we're here today acting a fool because we're talking about Too Fast, Too Furious, and The Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift, uh, the first from 2003, the next one from 2006. And uh, going back to an early episode of the podcast, I had mentioned that I like the Fast and Furious franchise outside of Tokyo Drift. I just <laughs> didn't care for that movie. And then uh, Daniel wrote in to say, nah, son, you're wrong, playa. Exactly. Uh, exactly where this is. <laughs> yeah, I'm reading it from the email. Um, uh, and that uh, Tokyo Drift is superior to Too Fast, Too Furious. And uh, uh, we also said that we'd have Daniel on this year. And we did it. We did it within the, the first two months. Man. I'm just lollygagging like yeah. we normally do. <laughs> So we're here to uh, not only discuss the movies, but also figure out which one is the superior of these two uh, 
these two sequels to the original film. And Stephen, this is the first time you've seen either of them, right? Uh, yeah, so I was going through Too Fast, Too Furious. I remember precisely the point. It's, there's nothing remarkable about it. I just remembered it as I saw it, uh, of where I had turned that movie off years ago, <laughs> or I had tried it, and I was just like, yeah. nope. I'm out. Uh, and it's pretty early on. It's like uh, right after they get their cars and they show up at the bad guy's house. It, it has the logo show yeah, up. Yeah, pretty much. Like, and I was oh, like, no. the logo we'll talk about. Um, but uh, yeah, I, and I had never seen anything from three. Uh, I knew some about it. I knew about the, the cameo at the end and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, some yeah. of the things that happened in it. But uh, yeah, so kind of brand new basically for both of these for me. So I'm, I'm very excited to talk about them and hear your guys' uh, impressions of these. Because, uh, woo, it's different. <laughs> it's interesting. <laughs> and, Daniel, you're also a fan of the Fast and Furious franchise. Is that is that accurate to say? Yes. I Outside of them maybe much. one movie or so? <laughs> no, I mean, I enjoy them all, but uh, I don't think uh, Tokyo Drift gets, deserves the hate it gets. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it's, it seems to be solely by me because I had uh, a coworker of mine independently come up to me as, and uh, he was talking about Fast and Furious. And uh, he mentioned that he likes Tokyo Drift. I was like, oh, really? And then uh, I uh, I was recently on uh, Hector Roman's podcast, Mind Grenade, last night. And he also mentioned independently that he likes Tokyo Drift. <laughs> so it sounds like I might be the, the outlier here. And but... I, I have a friend here as well that loves it, so... I, that's true it's interesting I, overall I've always heard that it's the it's the bad one of the franchise I'd heard that like mm. just for years I feel but now I'm like reconsidering that I'm like did I ever hear that because everybody that I'm hearing loves it so it's well, interesting Stephen you and I have been friends for 10 years and I would tell you every day hey Tokyo your drift is bad so <laughs> that's, maybe it's that's always like yeah it's, it's just you over and over again I'm like <laughs> lots of people have told me yeah <laughs> Uh, Daniel, have you seen all the Fast and Furious movies? Yes. Uh, You're current on everything? I think I didn't even watch the last one again because I mm. remember watching it and doing other stuff and then mm. like, oh, it ended. I was like, okay. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> I've seen most of them except the last one. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, now, have we all seen the Hobbs and Shaw trailer? Yes. Mm. Yes. Okay. I have seen it. I have not heard it <laughs> because <laughs> uh, last weekend when it, it came out, um, my wife and I, we had traveled to Houston. She was doing a run, and um, Stephen had texted me, and we were you know, on the plane when he texted me that the Hobbs and Shaw trailer was out, and I just didn't have time to watch it until we met up with some of our other friends, and I, I tried to watch it in a loud restaurant, and I couldn't hear anything. So I've seen the visuals in it, but I haven't yeah. heard any of the dialogue from it, so it's kind of a, a weird weird take there. But uh, I, I was in to see it to begin with, mm. and then you throw Idris Elba in there, and yeah, yeah I'm... Uh, I'm all about it as an actual superhero this time like he is legit (laughs) yeah like has (laughs) they are taking this movie there (laughs) they're doing it (laughs) it's cool i think what you missed out is really the music the the trailers are really well edited i feel um yeah they they do like the music like everything like with the visuals is like on beat sort of thing um so that's what you really missed but uh yeah if you're in i mean you're in so but uh, but the the music i think you told me was dolly pardon's nine to five uh so yeah uh-huh. They, they have it coordinated to that. Okay. Yeah. It is actually I, I, again, I'm in. I'm there. It's like a cover, though. It is something weird. It's not that one. I went, now I'm like, I got to see that trailer. <laughs> I want to see The Rock dance to 9 to 5. I'm literally trying to remember what, what songs were there, because I don't remember the songs. I just remember the trailer. Yeah. I don't remember what it was. It's something It's something like they oh. do, like a weird cover or something. But. Oh, the thing is, Why Can't We Be Friends? I remember that. That was like part yeah. of the trailer. Yes. Oh, oh, wow. So it's kind, of, right. it's kind of similar, but it's like yeah. every time they do like on beat and stuff, they do like a, a different version of it. So 
whenever they're like punching. There's like three songs they play. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, so is cool. it the is it the Smash Mouth version? <laughs> <laughs> it might be. The might only be. real version. <laughs> <laughs> it might be. Uh, okay. But yeah, it actually, you know, like you said, you're into it, but uh, I, I, I'm not a huge fan of the Fast and Furious franchise. Uh, mm-hmm. I think I've seen part of uh, four Fast and Furious as well, okay. uh, but I only really ever watched the first one, and so um, I never really cared, especially for like this uh, spinoff. I was like, I'm not gonna care about this at all. So it got me excited. Like obviously, we were in the middle of watching these movies, so I'm kind of in the, in that mode. But uh, that trailer did. You know, got me kind of wanting to watch it, so I would say it's pretty good in that realm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So hopefully we can uh, get you caught up to speed before the movie comes out. I <laughs> think it comes speed. out in the summer. Nice. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, I think it does. Something like that. Okay. Cool. Awesome. Well, uh, should we jump into talking about the the movies at hand then? Yeah, we're gonna split them up. Just do each. Yeah. One. Yeah, I figured we'd uh, we'd talk about uh, Too Fast, Too Furious, and then. Uh, meander over to uh, Tokyo Drift after that. Uh-huh. <laughs> drift, right, drift right into it. You know. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah, that's the joke. <laughs> um, so, yeah, let's talk about uh, Too Fast, Too Furious. Uh, Steven, do you have the, the cast and crew list there? You I do. Go over real quick? Uh, so one thing I'll say is this series has a very interesting uh, lineup of directors. That's one of the things I think that really has going for it. Uh, it has yeah. very interesting visuals and things that like match those people's styles, which I think is really kind of a really cool thing for it. So uh, John Singleton did this one, and uh, John Singleton uh, was famous for doing uh, Boys in the Hood back in the day. Uh, he also did another movie called uh, Higher Learning from 1995 that I haven't seen in a long time, but uh, it has some mm. of the same cast from this. It's like a, a college movie with some like neo-Nazi type stuff in it, so I'm intrigued to go watch it. It was pretty heavy at the time, but... Uh, but anyway, he's uh, an interesting choice, I thought, for a sequel for this uh, franchise, uh, the, the first one especially. But uh, we have uh, Paul Walker back as uh, Brian O'Connor. Tyrese was introduced in this one as Roman Pierce. Uh, Eva Mendez as Monica Fuentes. Cole Hauser as Carter Verone. Cole Hauser was in that, uh, that higher learning movie. Uh, Ludacris as Tej Parker. And Devin Aoki as Suki. Uh, so yeah, got a, we have a lot of other people on there too, but I'd say that's some of the main ones. Yeah. So yeah. For sure. And, uh, yeah. I guess let's talk about the the plot of this movie. Uh, Real basic. I mean, talking about the plots to the Fast and Furious movies is is super easy. Barely an inconvenience. Um, So it's really um, Paul Walker is uh, in Florida now. And Mm -hmm. um, he has to um, infiltrate a, what is he, like a a drug lord guy? Something? something? Like a Colombian drug lord or something like that? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. This guy looks like from Wall Street or something like that. He doesn't look like Colombian. <laughs> yeah, they, they said in the on Wikipedia that he's a Colombian drug lord. And, and when at one point when Tyrese walks away, he he does like a really thick Hispanic accent mm-hmm. after him. And I'm like, he's a white guy. Like he's clearly. Not, he's clearly not Colombian. Like what are you talking about? I did not catch that in the movie itself at all. Yeah, I caught that this so time. Funny. I didn't know that last time. It's so funny. Yeah. When uh when I was in Houston this past uh, weekend, um, I was just kind of flipping through the channels in the hotel, and I ended up on the Reno 911 movie, which uh-huh. I've never seen. Uh, but I, I like the TV show. But I had it on, and it turns out that Paul Rudd plays a Colombian drug dealer <laughs> yeah. in that. Like, like, oh, that's awesome. Wow, this, <laughs> this is so weird. See, that and makes so sense then, in that weird thing, though. Yeah, and then, like, re-watching this, I was like, is is do they know what they're doing? This is this is bizarre. Do they know where Colombia is? Like, do they? <laughs> yeah, it's very strange. But, um, anyway, so Paul Walker uh, has to get his 
friend from, I guess, high school or when he was younger, uh, Tyrese, to help him pull a job. And then they also have to drive cars in this movie. I mean, that's that's pretty much it. Sure. Uh, Eva Mendez uh, is undercover with the uh, the, the the drug dealer guy. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so <laughs> that's they, kind of it. They race cars. Uh, there's a lot of action, a lot of cheesiness mm-hmm. and uh, yep. some some money being thrown around. There's not a whole lot of drugs in it. No, uh, I don't remember any drugs actually at all. Really, like uh, as far as I recall, but uh, yeah, he got money somehow. Mm-hmm. And a uh, a very unique way to use a rat in a movie. <laughs> oh god, I forgot about that. Part. I forgot about that. <laughs> that was awful. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so uh, yeah, I wrote some notes down as I was watching this. Um, yeah. Uh, did you guys as well, or you just? Uh, Flying by the yes. seat of pants I had like here. two things, and then I was like, oh, I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got you covered because I also uh, took uh, fairly comprehensive notes. Um, okay. So, Daniel, since you are the guest, we'll let you go first. What uh, what was your thoughts upon rewatching this movie? Mm-hmm. Um, when I watched it the first time, which is back in, uh, what was it, 2003 or four when it came out? Three when it came out? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Three, yeah. I thought it was like pretty disappointing. And then I watched it again, and I'm like, you know what? It's not as bad as I remember. You know, it was a little... Yeah, yeah. It was, okay. I was like, oh, okay, it was pretty cool. I guess I was more invested to it. I don't know why. I guess time changes things. But uh, I know the one thing mm-hmm. I didn't like was the... Like, the... When they started doing all the computer stuff for the cars. I'm like, oh, this is... That goes, like, inside mm-hmm. the car and does all, like, the, the burning and stuff like that at the beginning. I'm like, oh, this is terrible. Mm-hmm. Well, I gotta show that. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, no, I thought it was pretty good but it's still like uh story-wise and everything connected i'm like oh this is still kind of not that good of a movie but okay Mm -hmm. yeah it's very very light on story but um i think the movie does a a decent job of like giving them stuff to do in cars yeah at the very least Mm -hmm. um because they're in their their cars quite a bit in this but um (laughs) it doesn't really make it better uh or worse but it's, it's just something that this is this is a time in this franchise where cars were still like a, a good chunk of the story. Yeah. Mm. Like later in the in the franchise, it's just like they're just straight up superheroes. Yeah. Um, you know, <laughs> whether they're in cars or not, uh, there's still all kinds of crazy stunts, but it's uh, less practical than it is in uh, in these early movies. I think. Yeah, I would say that um, I didn't like the two main cars that, that Tyrese and, and Paul Walker have uh, from mm-hmm. the cops and everything. Like, they're not my favorites. Like, w- after watching the first movie, like, I still I still really have, like, a soft spot for that movie, as we talked about in the, our last uh, episode. Um, yeah. And I liked the cars in that one. And this one, I was just like, yeah, they're okay. I'm In general, like, my, my car history, if anything, is I like muscle cars. So mm-hmm. um, the two cars that they get later on from those other guys. Uh, I dug those cars a lot, but uh, yeah, I yeah. was curious, like Britt and I are both not really car people, which has always surprised me. He likes this series so much because <laughs> he doesn't care for cars outside of that really, but that's one of the reasons I never really gravitated towards it. Like the first movie came out right when I was like that age. So like it, you know, it was cool. But um, since then, like I've been like, well, I'm not that into it, but Daniel, are you into cars at all? Like, does this, is that part of it for you for this franchise? Uh, no, not really. Um, I am not a car person, but you know, my dad is. Yeah. <laughs> so like, okay. I think some of that stuff rubbed off, but like not enough to be like, Oh, I'm like a gearhead. Uh, but he yeah. did painted cars and, he went to car shows. He never took me, but he took my other brothers. But uh, <laughs> yeah. but I think uh, I, I do admire, I appreciate those kind of cars, old school cars, mm. things like that. And 
And then, especially from where I live at, I live, like, you know, like I said, Roland Heights, and it's predominantly mm. Asian. So when these mm. movies came out, like, these cars were everywhere. And oh, yeah. oh, I'm sure. so, yeah. like, and now it's not really gone away. It's more like, a, you know, like the in the later on in the series where they get all more fancier and, like, high-performance cars. Mm. You see those now around here. Mm. So it's pretty yeah. crazy. Oh, so, right, like, yeah. It helped influence the the car culture yeah. out there. Yeah. You, you could really say that the Fast and Furious franchise, which is like a five billion dollar franchise, uh, has really helped the local economy for the for car, <laughs> car manufacturers. <laughs> yeah, I, I bet for, the police uh, officers love it now. Start giving tickets yeah. out left and right. <laughs> there you go. It helps on so many avenues. The Fast and Furious mm. franchise gives back, guys. Yeah, it's nice. It's nice like that. Hey, when you're here, your family, you know. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say like it's it's literally caused like so many changes here because there's like any place that has a straightaway has bumps now. Oh, yeah. Before, like, when I was younger or when I first started driving, like, I don't remember there being bumps there, but eventually they started putting bumps. Like, so, like, if it's more than, like, mm-hmm. I want to say more than a quarter mile, then now it's got speed bumps. So you can't go fast down the, the street and certain yeah. streets around oh, here. Wow. It's kind of funny. That's a tr- Man, that would make for a whole different race. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like they peel out and take off and then have to brake almost yeah. immediately to go over those bumps. It's like how fast can you brake and then go again over those? It's like a whole different thing, man. Yeah. It's the new drifting. It's going to take <laughs> over, I swear. Uh, so, so Brent, you had mentioned the uh, opening titles to this, uh, yeah. which are great. Uh, I didn't know mm-hmm. what's happening. Uh, there's a lot of zooming and like lasers going around and stuff. Uh, but the first thing with the cars in this movie, not the ones that I mentioned that like they drive later on, but like the first race that uh, Tej has uh, orchestrated and everything. Uh, yeah. I mean, this movie, like instantly, the first thing you see is like very specific like colors of cars and they're the car owners match those cars. That's one of my notes as yeah. well. Yeah. Even like their girlfriends match their cars. Uh, so yep. much so that like, it just instantly made me think of a video game. I was like, this movie is the video game movie, like version of the first movie where <laughs> right. like they have little funny lines. They all have like their quips. Like it made me think one of my favorite games is SSX tricky, the snowboarding game. And it made me think of that where it's just like, everybody has their taglines. Everybody has like, they match everything. And it's just so goofy. And it's like, it's hard yeah. not to love, but also it's just like so silly. I don't know why that choice. It's it's so funny because it's like they're Power Rangers almost. <laughs> like they have their designated <laughs> colors. Nobody like crosses over. On yeah. their, like, nobody steps on anyone else's color scheme. Oh my God. And it, they, they match their their uh, car zords, you yeah. know. And you uh, yeah, Paul Walker shows up and he's, he's a little bit off. Like he has like a, a white t-shirt and like mm-hmm. blue jeans or whatever. And he's got a silver and blue car. So Eh, I guess. Yeah, that's where he works throughout all the movies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, hey shoes. back off a little bit. He, he he gets he gets to wear shorts in this. And he wears oh, a yeah. West Coast Choppers t-shirt. Oh, <laughs> that's true. Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, I remember that. At that time, that was huge. Yeah. <laughs> so funny. Um, yeah, so, yeah, like like we said at the uh, the beginning of this discussion, uh, the, the first movie took place in... I, I guess L.A. Is that right? Or yeah, somewhere so. in California there's, at the very least. So, LA, um, like downtown, all that stuff area, and probably mm-hmm. West mm-hmm. L.A. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I don't know exact yeah. spots, but they look familiar. I've seen them before. Yeah, cool. Well, now he's moved over to the other coast, the uh, the East Coast. There, uh, we're in Miami, bitch. <laughs> the the thing about the the first race, like after all of the the Power Rangers get together and they start to go is there's no music at first in the the first race. Like, it's just, like, car noises and everything. And as I was jotting down, huh, 
that's a that's a really smart choice to like just let them be car noises. About that time, the uh, the music kicked in mm. on it, but it's like a good like thirty or forty yeah, seconds of just like car sounds, you know, uh, which is kind of cool. But then you know, you uh, you really gotta pump in the techno music to uh, really get your <laughs> <laughs> your blood blood going. Also, they are they are no longer racing one quarter of a mile at a time. They are full on like racing. Yeah, uh, all, all like around. Over. Yeah, and I'm. Yeah. This is uh, this leads into uh, as well. I, I noticed this because I watch these movies back to back, basically. Uh, like I've, I started this one and then I, I watched it um, yesterday morning, and then I finished uh, with with Tokyo Drift after that. And both of them, I'm very confused. I'm not, as I said, I'm not into cars. I don't car. I don't race cars. Um, I don't know that. How does anybody know what their course is? Like sometimes they go off in different ways or like, they'll like mess with people to like make them go off track. And then they like, they're like, Oh, I'm back. And it's like, yeah, but you didn't do the same race. So how is it even like an equal footing? I'm so confused how they all know where to go. Like they don't talk about that. I want to see, I want to see the nitty gritty of like, how do they plan this out? You know, what if somebody was really thinking outside of the box and they're like, uh, out of the, the, the four racers, like three of them take off. The first guy like takes off and just goes, forward like 20 yards then puts it in reverse and backs up to where he <laughs> yeah. was and then everybody gets out and celebrates <laughs> exactly it's like you just need to make it back well i made it back first we didn't agree on anything else like that seems yeah. like that could happen there's so. no set course yeah exactly but uh yeah that's a that's a good question because mm-hmm. yeah they kind of just drive where and however they want and yeah. uh especially with they, the bridge part get, yeah i was gonna say the bridge is crazy like if i saw that happen i'd just be like nah Nope, I'm going. And then after uh, after that, I guess uh, one of the, the very first things in this movie that I, besides I guess the the way that people match their cars, that I was just like, this movie is off the rails. Is uh, when the cops show up after that race and they shoot yeah. his car with like an EMP. Uh, Amanda called it. My <laughs> wife called it an oversized taser for a car, uh, which maybe right. exists. I don't know. I don't want to say that yeah. they don't, but uh, very strange. And uh, and very comical how he just goes do 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 and like hits a <laughs> hits a meter and now it's pretty much it. Well, Stephen, now that's called foreshadowing because that uh. does play a role later <laughs> into the film. Okay, so this Indeed, is a very smart movie. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff. I was telling Amanda because she dropped out, so my wife was watching this in the beginning because she liked the first one, and then she was like, "Yeah, I can't, I can't finish this out." And uh, I was like, "All right," so then I finished it the next day. And uh, that was one of the things I was, I kept telling her, like, I was like, oh, well, they mentioned this one part in the middle of the movie, so you know it's coming back, and then it does. Like, it's all very <laughs> smart. Yeah. Very fun. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, we have the return of Agent Bilkins, a.k.a. alternate Carl Winslow, <laughs> a.k.a. Carlton it. Oh, what is that? Carlton. <laughs> <laughs> Carl Turnit is Carl Turnit. Oh, I him listening on my phone. Oh, I like yeah. that. He's the Carl yeah. Turnit. Yeah. So he shows back up. His, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, O'Connor, Brian O'Connor. His uh, his boss from the first movie yeah. doesn't show back up. In I know. This one. I don't know if the actor died or, or what, but <laughs> they brought in his non-boss from the yeah. first movie to play his boss in this one. Everybody wanted him back, Brian. Weird. Yeah. He, he just looks too much like Carl Winslow. Yeah. And they expanded his role. Yeah. He was in it like more. I was like, this feels, yeah, it feels like they were like, we need to get whoever we can. I, I actually heard uh, one of the things I read on, on Wikipedia was because Brent and I have talked so much about uh, uh, Ja Rule from the first one and the Fire Festival and all that, but uh, they apparently offered him the role for Tej 
like he was going to be that thing, oh, wow. like probably his same character or whatever. But they offered him, like, I guess they gave him 15000 for the first movie. Mm-hmm. They offered him 500000 to be in Abyss, and he said he was too big for it, and, did, and he wanted more. <laughs> and so he turned on half a million dollars for that role, and they got Ludacris, who I guess was like pretty unknown at that time, is what it said. Uh, okay. And he, this was like part of his like rise, but I was like, man, I'm so glad John Rule's not in this. Yeah, Luda is so much better. Right. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And he's great in the role too. One of the best things come out of the movie, Ludacris. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And it's so weird because I forgot that Ludacris looked like this in this movie. Like he had the big hair and like the oh, crazy yeah. sideburns. And like more recently, he's you know shaved his mustache, kept his his hair uh, shorter, and he just looks like a, an almost completely different person. Yeah. In the newer movies and everything, but uh, yeah, it's weird to. Uh, to see everyone's like super like ultra baggy clothes, like flared out <laughs> collars in this movie. It's definitely a, of the time. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. And I had a note. I don't remember. I think this might be in the first race. Uh, I, I said when they're racing the other drivers, a few of them straight up die. in this one, there's like parts where they like crash <laughs> into like those water barrels and they like crash into like bigger things. And it just seems oh, like the, the highway chase. Yeah, yeah. Like they're not, oh. they're not getting away. Oh yeah. I guess. But yeah, it must be that I was like, they're not getting, they're not walking away from that. Uh, well, and they that, really raise the stakes that, in this movie. Yeah, that that one guy, he like jackknifes underneath that yes, semi truck, yes. and then the, the semi truck, oh, yeah, the, yeah. the back of the semi rolls right over him. So he that dead. dude is straight up dead. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, the tryout, the tryout race for the job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I guess I, I jumped ahead a little bit there. Yeah. So they 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 get Brian gets arrested. Uh, they get like, yeah, we need you to like infiltrate this thing because you're a good driver. Uh, and he's like, well, I'm not doing it without my best friend Tyrese. Uh, mm-hmm. Cue Tyrese in the uh, like death match thing and the where they're like in a stadium, like like uh, bumper cars, basically. Yeah, uh, like some type that. of a derby. Yeah, there you go, uh, demolition derby. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but then they show up to that thing and they have that tryout race, which is you know, like you said, it's like a good opportunity for that, like in a, a bunch more cars and all these other people, or whatever, uh, doing yeah. their thing. But I was like, man, in the first movie, like they're just racing cars, and this movie, mm-hmm. they're like. You know what I got to do? I got to go under the semi truck. Oh fuck! I got crushed. Like they like really go for it in this one, and like nobody talks about it again. Nobody's like, nope. it's not on the news. Like <laughs> there was like a huge car race, and all these people died. <laughs> it's very strange. It's uh, it's it's funny too. Like before he has to go get Tyrese, they have that meeting with the um, with the, the FBI or, or I think it was local. Whatever. The, I thought it was local officers. It, it might have been. Um, I, I was really confused who everybody is. They had, like, customs. They had, like, yeah, local. Like customs oh, yeah, customs. Yeah. 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 And then they had FBI and, uh, or whatever or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, the, the guy who played second Raiden in Mortal Kombat <laughs> Annihilation. Uh, <laughs> and also Dexter's dad. <laughs> and then some dude in uh, Sex in the City. But uh, he's, he's, like, the head honcho over there. And, uh, and that's where Brian says... Um, well, he, he gets paired with some other white yeah. dude that's there. I, again, drinking something, like, <laughs> clear as day. Like, this, the early movies have a fascination with people just, like, drinking stuff. Mm. This time it's not an iced cappuccino. It's this guy with the, this <laughs> giant cup. And it actually plays into the story because uh, Brian walks over and says, Okay, I guess we're paired up. Nice to meet you. Uh, let me ask you a question real quick. Uh, what should I put in my car? Uh, a Gallo... Uh, Gallo 12 or a Gallo 24? And the guy's like, Gallo 24. And then Brian's like, oh, that's funny. 
I didn't realize a pizza place made car parts. And then <laughs> as we were watching that movie, I stood up from my couch near my wife. I was like, oh, <laughs> such a sick burn. <laughs> I mean, he got him, though. He got you know, him. He got him. Yeah. He had to die that. and diced. That's yeah. right. <laughs> yeah, that guy was uh, uh, super white, too. Like, the whole movie, he stays that way. Like, tucked in shirt type of, like, tucked into jeans, maybe even. Uh, he's just very, very, like, I'm glad he wasn't more a part of the movie because he didn't need to be. But he was a good butt of a joke for a little bit, for sure. Well, he was so white, it was almost unfair that Paul Walker burned him that much uh, because he's just, he's got to put on ointment now. Oh, yeah. You know? <laughs> Ooh, that's rough. <laughs> but, yeah, so that uh, that race, though, uh, you know, they get they get to where they're going, and uh, Tyrese is, his his first instinct is not only the, do I need to break into this car to get what we need, I need to take off my shirt to do it. And God bless him, because that dude is ripped. <laughs> but I, I do like the little joke there where uh, Brian looks at him, he like furrows his brow, and he's like, dude, what are you doing? And then he just like clearly yeah. just opens the unlocked car door. <laughs> I did like that part. Yeah, then he says to me, like, put your shirt back on. And I was like... Yeah. <laughs> I was like, my note there was like, why, his shirt is off for some reason. I don't know. And I rewatched it and I was like, oh yeah, it's because I was like, why does he have a shirt off though? And it's like, no, he did that. It was all planned to yeah. wrap around his hand, punch through this thing. Uh, it was pretty yeah. good. Um, yeah. And uh, the cops show up. So some of the story I, I, I liked, like the cops don't trust them because they're not really working with them before. Uh, so that guy, like they see the GPS is like moving. They're like, oh, they're on the run. They show up, and then Tyrese just fucking unloads his gun on them. Uh, like, there's some, like, real stakes here, even though, like, nothing really happens with them, I guess. No, no one gets shot, you know, say. But yeah. uh, they really do, like, try to, like, pit, like, Tyrese especially against the cops. Uh, and I, I, I would say, like, for me, one of the highlights of this movie was Tyrese. Uh, I'm excited to see what he <laughs> does in the rest of them, but I uh -oh. actually I actually liked him in this movie. Uh-oh. We got some, uh, some head shaking. Oh, <laughs> Uh, he's, I, he's eating all the time. Do not like Tyrese. At all or for oh, this? You don't like Tyrese? Not in this movie. He gets better than the other ones, but this one's like, oh, dude. Because have you seen this movie, uh, Baby Boy? <laughs> no, I haven't. Oh, well, you don't have to watch it, believe me. But uh, <laughs> if you want to see his shirt get taken off, you, you should watch that then. Yeah. Because <laughs> he's like pretty much completely new in that movie. But uh, I remember watching that younger, too. I watched that too young. But uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he got kind of annoying. And mm -hmm. you know what? Yeah. I don't even know where Brian's from. Like, they said something. They live back in, um, it sounded like they said something more from California. Like, I think they said Fresno mm -hmm. or somewhere. I'm like, I was like, okay. I, I could believe maybe Tyrese, but like, Brian, like, oh, no, this guy's a Midwest guy. He's not from California. Yeah. Just the way he acts. And they start trying to act like a little more like, yeah, bro. Oh, not bro. What is it? He had that more, trying to get that more ghetto tone with Tyrese. Mm -hmm. I'm like, nah, he was, dude. Just, he would say bruh. Yeah. Bruh a lot. Like, he's like, yeah. he put that little slang on him. I'm like, nah, dude, you're from, like, where are you from? Just act like that. <laughs> don't, don't, don't. Just try to know. fit in. Yeah. You know, I mean, I get that sometimes, too. When you act, when you hang around certain friends, you try, you pick up those certain tones and those things. But I'm like, yeah. nah, don't, don't do that, please. Stop. I mean, I try not to do that. <laughs> so, that was funny. See, I guess. I would say that to me, going into this movie that I, I knew I had turned off before because I was just like, I, I can't do this. Uh, I was trying to glean kind of any anything that I really liked out of it. And like Tyrese surprised me. 
uh, and I, I don't really watch, I don't really know him from anything. I'm trying to like, I'm searching a movie in my head that I do like know him from, I guess, outside of this franchise. And I'm not really sure. So I was like, okay, he's like a, like a singer or rapper or whatever. So I'm like, you know, yeah. um, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know his acting at all, but like he at least was a fun character to me. And, uh, and one of the notes I'd written down, which I thought was again, really funny cause they address it later on, but I was like, he's mm-hmm. eating constantly <laughs> yeah. and then they talk about it. Uh, but he's like, yeah. He's like stealing food from people, like out of their like <laughs> lunch bags. Like he's like eating, yeah. like I think an apple at one point or something like that. And like he, just, I don't know, he just really puts it on. Like I feel like he really went for it. And uh, to me, it worked. It's all silly, but like I dug it. Yeah, I, I'm the same way. That was actually my uh, my last note for this movie uh, was uh, I really like Roman as a character, and um, I, I I just like he's one of the highlights for this franchise for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Uh, yeah, for <laughs> Daniel's not having it. Was, <laughs> he's getting ready to hang he's up. Like punch, he's like the best punchline throughout the series. Like he's a good punchline. Yeah, look at that. That's he's yeah. good at do, small doses and to be made. Oh, oh, we need a joke here. Let's make fun of Tyrese. Yeah, like, yeah. That's the best part about him. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. Um, and uh, there's a one point where they're um, they go into like an abandoned building with um, with uh, Second Raiden and then. Uh, uh, Carl Turnett and then Brian and uh, Tyrese are there and uh, Tyrese gets pissed off and kind of walks off and he sees a bag of food and yeah. then the, the cop's like hey that's mine he's like oh really and then like it cuts to him like eating the sandwich and at the end of their conversation um, both Brian and uh, Tyrese are kind of pissed off and uh, and uh, <laughs> Tyrese he acts like he slams down his sandwich but then you can see him like pick up the other end of the the sub sandwich and like walk off <laughs> So it was like he got angry, didn't finish that one. Maybe it got to the very end of it with the the crust, mm-hmm. and then you know picked up the other one and, and kept it going. But man, uh, yeah, I like that he was eating a lot, um, which is something that a different character does in uh, in the third movie, which we'll, we'll get to here. In oh yeah, bit, definitely. Yeah, um, I I thought that a lot of Paul Walker's maybe not as much as the first movie, but a lot of his lines sounded eighty yard again. Mm. Um, I don't know if it was just like to help eliminate background noise or what but i didn't really notice it that much with the the other characters did you you, you know interestingly you enough that? uh what i'd read he uh they did a first pass and he had a mis- midwestern drawl and then they went back and they're like no you need to be more californian so it's interesting <laughs> you'd mention that daniel because because <laughs> it was a specific choice no i don't know i don't really notice that when you've mentioned it but uh yeah uh, i don't know i mean i think you just laid it on too thick um yeah because I know you made out the point that like uh, Fast and Furious was like uh, a Point Break, and then uh, uh-huh. Keanu Reeves like he was from the like Colorado Midwest, right? He, mm-hmm. but, you know, yeah, he yeah, wasn't yeah. from California, but then he started doing. You know, he did uh, oh, never mind, doesn't matter. But like, it would have been better if he just stuck to the Midwest accent mm-hmm. the talking because mm-hmm. it would have made more sense, well, I guess. I I also heard they had to CGI out all of his like corn shucking. Um, oh, that yeah. he was doing the movie. They had to give him like uh, CGI <laughs> arms, kind of like uh, they did for Hugh Jackman and Logan, where uh, you know they just kind of put him in his pockets uh-huh. and then make sure they couldn't move. But yeah, they went through a lot of corn. He just would not stop doing. <laughs> there was actually an entire scene with Tyrese just eating corn uh, yeah, by the handful, I, and uh, they had to cut that whole thing out. It, it kind of tied in, helped them bond again. You know, some. Uh, 
<laughs> water under the bridge moments there, but yeah. You know, uh, one of the things I like that this movie introduced to us as well with uh, with Tej, uh, who also I would say more than Tyrese, I really liked uh, Tej uh, Luda Luda in this. Mm-hmm. So uh, I don't know really how he comes in the rest of it, but uh, he at least is like just kind of like around. He's just like doing stuff. But I was like, he introduces us to Sinu racing in the movie. I don't know if that comes <laughs> yeah. back in the series. Uh, but we get that, and uh, when Tyrese walks up, his line is, it's a oasis in here. <laughs> and he says something about all the fine ladies or whatever, and I was just like, man, this character, yeah. <laughs> Tyrese bounces back and forth between, like, serious, because he's really initially upset with Brian kind of abandoning him and then, you know, spending time in, in jail and uh, becoming a cop and kind of becoming the thing he hates. And then he'll also just be like, the wisecracker type yeah. of guy. Uh, ooh, that's racially insensitive. Whoa. Not wisecracker. Or hungry. Uh, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but yeah, he's hungry. And, uh, <laughs> and um, yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know where I was going beyond that. It's, it's interesting there. Uh, this movie, so I, I guess uh, to step back, what I had said in the first one on our first podcast about this is like the first movie came out and I was like, yeah, that's cool. The second movie came out and I was like, all right, this is a little, it's like different. The third one came out and it's like completely new characters, like halfway around the world, completely different. I never expected this series to become what it became. And the mm-hmm. fact that it gets back in the fourth movie with Vin Diesel and uh, like the family, you know, the crew or whatever, really. Mm-hmm. And they've expanded some of these people in those roles uh, but it makes sense as that kind of franchise now, like what they've become. And uh, yeah. and going back to this, it's interesting to go and basically this movie is like a, a buddy, mo- a buddy cop movie of of them, like a yeah. best friend, you know, two best friends that like parted ways and they have one last job to do together type of thing, whatever. But they have mm-hmm. like good banter and whatever, and they're trying trying to do the stuff. Like uh, it's interesting to see the different dynamics in each movie. Um, but I, I kind of almost wish like I read some stuff about Vin Diesel turning this one down and he didn't like the script. And, like, later on, he's come out and said, like, he regretted, like, he wished he would have been a part of it to make it, like, better or, like, change it around or whatever. But mm-hmm. I'm kind of curious what would have happened. I bet he wanted that Riddick money. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kind of curious to see uh, what they might what they might have done uh, if they had kept with the initial storyline at the time. And these these two movies would have been different. So they, they kind of stand out as, you know, a departure from the main story, I guess. And then it comes right. back. Uh, but it's, it's weird to see how it was all kind of done over time like it's just kind of natural and uh man it's become like such a juggernaut though it's interesting that this mm-hmm. is like the the second movie direction and then the third movie and then came back to that you know yeah yeah uh, daniel did you have uh another note on this movie i think without this movie we want to have some great characters like tyrese which is his name is roman always we always call yeah. him tyrese yeah. but roman and then ludicrous yeah. and then uh i think without these we wouldn't have had them being the other ones so like we definitely need this movie it's kind of funny because like like you say uh vin diesel didn't want to do it because the money wise they're like okay we'll just do a paul walker he's good then they're like oh no it's like we need it's like oh if we didn't make money without vin diesel maybe we'll just take them all out and then the next movie tokyo Drift. like it's just have no one in there yeah so but uh it was good it definitely like it like um i think this time i realized like oh there is a little more backstory like why he let vin diesel go like, because of you know, mm-hmm. Tyrese. Like, he got arrested. Yeah. Like, that, that, like it, watching this now and after seeing all the other movies, like, oh, it kind of does tie in, like, with the characters a little more. That's what I didn't realize yeah, before. Yeah. Like, the relationship between him and Vin Diesel and, you know, him and 
Tyrese, like, you know, like, he got arrested, like they said, like, oh, he got arrested, he blames Brian, and I guess Brian felt guilty, but he couldn't do anything then, so I guess that's why he did what he did for Vin Diesel, so, you know. So yeah. That's the way I think, like, the new take on it was. I mean, I, for a while, I just hated it, but now it's like, oh, it's, it's, it's better than I thought it was, so, surprisingly. And it fits in the story. That's a good point, yeah. I, I guess that really, watching this movie really kind of informs his decision at the end of the first movie where he lets Dom go is uh, kind of in the back of his head mm-hmm. is, you know, my, my friend ended up in jail and, you know, da-da-da-da-da. And uh, so I'm going to let him go uh, stumble back to my car I drove here bleeding out <laughs> and uh, <laughs> let him drive off and just hope he I'm he surprised he's, like, there, too, because I'm like, wouldn't he be arrested for, like, obstructive justice? Like... Right. Yeah. And like that one guy, Carl Carton or whatever, um, would wouldn't he hate him for like life? Like he literally messed up a whole case. They yeah. Built. Like you yeah. think he'd be blacklisted <laughs> yeah. from all FBI? So it, it's crazy how it ties yeah, into think number be more four. Repercussions. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, and and so so Brian just gets kicked off the force, doesn't spend any time in jail as far as we're aware. Yeah. And then he moves to Florida somehow. So moves from one expensive city to another, mm-hmm. uh, in in Miami. And then I have no idea how he makes money currently. They don't really like get into it. Racing, man. Yes, racing. Make those yeah. races. So there's a. I was going to ask I, when I was reading about this. There are two short films as part of this franchise, and there's one mm-hmm. that bridges the gap between the first movie and the second one, where it's just Brian literally driving from California to Florida, and it's him. <laughs> and he's like in he's like in San Antonio at one point. He like changes cars, but he's racing at different points, making money. Have you guys seen those at all? Do you know what I'm talking about? No, I don't even know about that. Crazy. I'll look it up real quick. Uh, it was something I had never heard of before, but on, I, if you look up like on Wikipedia, like they have an article for like the entire series, so you can like you know put them all together or whatever. And there mm-hmm. there are two like bridging parts, like short films, or whatever. So uh, to me, this movie was like uh, it had some good moments like that. It introduced some good characters and it uh, introduced some good backstory. But I almost was like maybe like to me, if I were to rewatch this again, I'd rather almost like a shorter version to get those little things instead of watching the whole thing. Yeah. But um, but it's I'm like they, they did that as well. Like it's not <laughs> when I looked it up, it's like oh they already did those bridging short, short films. So <laughs> it's interesting. Does Eva Mendez come back? Is she like another character? Mm-hmm. Is she like or is this it? Uh, she, she actually she's in an after credit scene. Mm. An after credit scene? Uh huh. Yeah, in uh, not not in these movies, but I think it's in Fast Five. There's an okay. after credit scene that she shows up in. But yeah, otherwise she's like out of the the films like proper. Um, okay, yeah. So I didn't know if she. I didn't know if there was any uh, other characters. I guess besides uh, mm-hmm. Tyrese and uh, Ludacris that come in for the rest yeah. of them. Yeah, like, yeah Suki doesn't even come back at all. You would think she would. Oh yeah, yeah. I would have thought she would have come back as well. I mm-hmm. like her quite a bit. Um, the I looked it up. The uh, the actual title to the short film is called "The Turbocharged Prelude to Too Fast, Too Furious." <laughs> long ass title that is long ass. Uh, but it's like yeah the short film was included on a print of the dvd uh to bridge the two films uh he okay. packs his bags leaves la before the LA- lapd gets a chance to arrest him um for letting dominic escape uh the fbi launched a national manhunt for him and he travels across arizona new mexico and texas winning every street race that he participates in and his mitsubishi 3000 gt uh, he is forced to ditch it in San Antonio because cops find out where he's at. Uh, he gets in a car with Minka Kelly. Uh, oh. A, right? Uh, yeah. And 
despite knowing, like, I guess she knows who he really is, but he, she's acting like she doesn't. She drops him off at a used car lot. He buys his green, a green Nissan Skyline GTR, uh, and later modifies it and paints it silver. So that's the car he has. Uh, mm-hmm. Before heading eastbound, winning more races around, uh, up on the, uh, winning more races on the way. Uh, he reaches Jacksonville, Florida, and heads south towards Miami, where he sees Slapjacks. Toyota Supra and Orange Julius's. That's her real names. Slapjack and Orange Julius. <laughs> I guess so, yeah. They're uh, both cars from 2002 Furious. Uh, and at the end, it says to be continued with uh, the number two. Number two, of course, so, yeah. So wait, he's supposed to be a wanted man? He's a wanted man. wanted man. Oh. <laughs> I never knew. What if when you watch or when you watch that movie, he has like a uh, like a domino mask on, like Robin from Batman and Robin, <laughs> or like uh, the Cookie Crisp guy? You know, <laughs> it adds like a whole new layer to the story, right? Yeah, that you didn't know yeah. about. So I always wondered like what happens at the end of the first one. Why is he just out? Like really, uh, what I got from watching um, both of these, uh, Too Fast, Too Furious, and then Tokyo Drift, there's there's like no repercussions for anything for anybody at all. Like, people mm-hmm. die, no repercussions. People wreck cars all over the place, no repercussions. Like, uh, they they basically get him after, now we know, a national manhunt. Uh, and they're like, hey, do you want a job? <laughs> do you want to do this for us? <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> and we'll wipe your sweat clean. You're a good driver, right? We'll yeah, that's, like, totally cool. They don't, like, they don't care. It's really interesting. It seems like they got him pretty easily. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Device. Like, yeah, once, once he's there, they're like, and get him. Yep. They'll just show up. Taser car. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I, I do have a, another few notes on on the movie that I'll, I'll try to yeah. swing through quickly so we can uh, get onto Tokyo Drift. But um, there's one point in this movie where there's high speed driving backwards. Oh. And uh, I looked it up and uh, I know there's like a limiter that lets you only drive like up to like yeah. 20 or 30 miles in reverse. So or 20 or 30 miles per hour mm. in reverse, uh, which is 30 to 40 kilometers per hour for our international listener uh and uh so yeah there's it's just weird yeah and and you could say that maybe they gave it to tej and had him like rig something up but that's not the case they just they got the car from second raiden and uh they they just took it there so unless they were like specifically planning to like hey just in case somebody freaks out Mm -hmm. wants to drive high speeds in reverse let's go ahead and and, uh (laughs) do that on this car but it would have been funny if like he like Brian flips his car in reverse and it just like massively <laughs> slows down. He's like, oh, he's uh-oh. like, oh, it didn't work. Yeah. And you, you know that they didn't have Tej or that other mechanic do it because they would have made a point to tell you so that you would have the foreshadowing. You know, they would have been like, yeah. hey, make sure to take that reverse delimiter off there so I can go fast. Yeah. No reason. And, and, then he and would, furious. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then he would have done it, you know? So we know <laughs> they didn't do that. Yeah. Yeah. I, you, you brought that up before, uh, this, this backwards driving thing. That's definitely like a, a movie thing I had never really noticed until you brought it up. But uh, that seems mm-hmm. like movie cars can just do that for sure. And I've never yeah. tried. I don't know how fast a car can go in reverse. So. And it's really like a nitpicky thing for this franchise because you have car, cars doing like all kinds of like crazy stuff yeah. all throughout. So, you know, I, I'm, I'm not getting my uh, panties in a bunch about it. I just thought mm-hmm. it was, was funny. Like yeah. they you know when they filmed it they were probably going like 15 miles an yeah. hour like shooting it and just cutting out frames whenever they were were uh, editing it back that's the one thing that's funny when they picked that because like i would think uh jumping a bridge like 30 feet off the you know distance would totally wreck your car and be able not to drive after yeah, yeah. that's the yeah. one i would be like oh okay you 
that's cool, but I don't think any car can do that. Yeah. It's like yeah. really <laughs> has big suspension in it. <laughs> like big ass like truck suspension, like something that like could really take the bounce, even if that. Yeah. I would. One of the things I guess I would add is that one of the crazy things you know that one part where they're they're trying to get the money to the boat, I guess the plane, um, is that when they hide into the warehouse and all the cars yes. come out. Yes. I'm like, okay, everyone there is arrested because <laughs> no one would get away from that. There's like, yeah, you guys are all in trouble. Why would you even risk that? Especially all the people like opening the doors yes, that are like, not in they vehicles. Yes. They're yeah. just easy to just like walk up there and just tase them. Yeah. And then they're going to jail. So. I was wondering. So they open all the doors. All those trucks come out and wreck themselves. And like there's yes. like at least one that goes up on top of a cop car. And I was like, his yeah. wheel can get stuck so easily. And then they just be like, yeah. you're arrested. You're arrested. Yeah. Uh, any of these people, like all, of, I was like, they're not getting a whole lot of money from this deal. Why would these people do this for them? They're wrecking cars left and right. <laughs> yeah. They all just like, show up in a warehouse surrounded by police voluntarily mm-hmm. to help them out. Like it was a great like scene to watch where they show all the cars like pour out, and I I just started yeah. busting up laughing. Like what a set piece! But I was like, why would anybody do this though? You know, I had misremembered um, part of that scene because I th- I I didn't remember them swapping cars with um Ludacris and uh and Suki. Mm. I I remember I thought those cars were just like not part of it anymore. I thought they just like mm. switched cars and then drove off and, and got away somewhere. So then when I saw those cars driving around I was like, oh I yeah, I forgot somebody was still had those cars. Like what what was the point of that? Like here, I need you guys who are my close friends mm-hmm. to get in these cars and potentially be arrested for um, yeah, by it's, driving these around, you know, it's like they had them lead the cops away, but they could have mm-hmm. just as easily just not taken those cars out, and they would be like, those cars yeah. disappeared. Yeah, and they don't know which ones they're in at all. Uh, yeah, because it's not like the cops are like, well, we have to follow these cars somewhere. Yeah. So, <laughs> if I guess we'll just stay here. Yeah, but then also yeah. for no repercussions, whenever they they find Ludacris and Suki there. Uh, they get out, and like the next scene, not only are they not arrested, they're just being written tickets. Yeah. And Ludacris is on the, is the on phone, the too. Phone. I was like, <laughs> I was he's like, like Brian, you owe me. <laughs> he didn't know that he'd be like on the ground with a gun to his face. Like, all right, stay there. He would not be able to answer his phone. Oh my God. It's so funny. Yeah, so that yeah. was when I liked uh, another foreshadowing thing that I thought was really great. Uh, was Brian, I think it's Brian, is like, hey, do you have any, like, half-empty bottles of NOS laying around? And they're like, oh, we got you, like, you're hooked up, don't worry. And he's like, no, I have a different idea. And basically, it just, like, scratches his chin or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And then we get the uh, Tyrese's line, ejecto cito, uh, later <laughs> on, and they rigged those up. When that happened, man, I lost it. Um, <laughs> again, it's like, a, it's a cool thing, different. Uh, but man, this this movie has a lot of sh- silly stuff, including when they're on the they're like trying to chase down that boat in a car, and uh, mm. and they jump that thing. Like I, when I told Amanda how this movie ended, she just like shook her head, and I was like, yeah. So you know they catch the bad guy obviously by jumping their car onto a boat, uh, onto a yacht, onto a yacht. Yeah, they did like a night rider. I mean, it's like a, a decent sized yacht, but yeah. also you can barely you could easily miss it. Yeah, uh, by by jumping a car onto yeah. it. Like, what if the yacht was going either slightly faster or slightly slower? The car just lands in the drink. Like, that's some some good planning, it I just suppose. Ends with them trying to bust the windows out. That was like the alternate ending. It like it totally misses the boat. Yeah. 
<laughs> he gets away. Yeah. It, it could have just as easily too. I don't know how much. I mean, they they're driving really fast on a street next to it. I don't know how well they can see, but like, what if like Eva Mendez was just right there? Like, what if it ended in just a blood splatter? Yeah. They get the bad guy, but they just like totally slaughter her. You know, <laughs> like you know, cut her in half. Bam! Movie up credits. You know, they were like, okay, she was in on it the whole yeah. time. She was gonna. She had a. She had a nuke. Okay, she was gonna detonate and destroy the planet. Okay, that's the that's the story. Yeah. They like plan a note on her. I did everything. Uh, good times. <laughs> and it says, uh, "Love Roman," and then he like scratches out his name and puts even Mendez's character's yeah. name in there. It's like, oh shit, yeah, we got to put that on there. Um, and then uh, one thing I definitely want to discuss is the uh, the rat bucket sequence. Oh my god! Uh, when when oh, they're in the yeah. club, which is uh, just horrifying. Yeah, just horrifying to to think about. You know. Um, and, uh, this is another scene that I misremembered cause I forgot that that cop lived. I thought it just like burrowed mm-hmm. right through his, his body for some reason. But, uh, yeah, that's a, that's a, yeah, that's uh, kind of well-written and that it's something that I would never ever think about doing. Mm-hmm. And it does kind of make some technical sense, but also it's like, damn, it's like, pretty that's... disgusting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was pretty awful. I don't even know where that rat came from. Like, did that guy have to go to a pet store? Well, it's Florida. They're everywhere. Stick your hand out. You pick one up. Like, oh, look, I got one. (laughs) And that's why there's so many alligators. They're Mm. the natural predator of rats. (laughs) (laughs) The uh, Florida, like, for some reason, like, all of that, it just looks, like, this whole movie just looks, like, dripped in sweat sort of thing. Uh, (laughs) But everybody's wearing, like, like, it just, it's just kind of comical to me to, like, see, like, Florida gangsters and they're just like wearing like light linen pants and like everything is like very flowy shirts and stuff. Like, like it's very sweaty down here. Like, I wonder what shooting that film was like, you know, like after California. And, uh, I don't know. Like, I just imagine it was just like, it just makes me think of sweat basically the whole time. Like every, yeah. if you, if you imagine that they had to, had to like cut out so much, uh, sound effects in the background of all the leather seats of them just like, you know, like getting in and stuff. Like they went through so many towels to wipe off all the sweat. Yes. <laughs> they didn't play a towel boys. <laughs> oh man. Final thoughts. Uh, so I'll, I'll go first since okay. this was my, uh, my preference between the two, um, you know, going in. Um, I had only seen this movie, I think maybe twice before. So this is my third time viewing it. And, um, I, I gotta say, as I was watching it, I, well, in the previous episode, I had mentioned that, uh, two and three are probably the the outliers of the, the entire franchise, like one and then four and on are probably like the, the better movies, Mm -hmm. but, um, I was expecting to go back to watch this and be like bored at a certain point of this. Uh, there's certain things that I liked, uh, or knew that I would like, but, uh, I gotta say that I was like entertained throughout this movie so i had a, a good time watching it mm-hmm. and uh, i know it's dumb but i like it anyway and uh so yeah i i, I really uh, still enjoy this movie and uh looking forward to uh seeing brian and, and tyrese come back in in later films mm-hmm. and luda of course yeah i'm sorry luda <laughs> say his name right yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> show show some respect show some respect what about you daniel no, nah, I'd say it's a good movie. Um, final thoughts. It was better than what I remember. Mm-hmm. I think I hated on it a lot because I probably didn't like that Vin Diesel wasn't in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's definitely, it's a movie that it helps 
continue on the story in the franchise. I mm, think uh, mm-hmm. without it, there would be uh, missing parts to Fast and Furious, the fourth one. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, there, I mean, uh, uh, I don't know. I still think it's <laughs> not the best movie out yeah. of the sequels. Yeah. Uh, it's probably still low, lowest ranked out of all of them, but I don't know. Okay. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, Steven? I, I would say I enjoyed watching it. Uh, but it was it was for it was almost like a how did this get made type of thing you know like it was uh, yeah. it's very like silly and goofy and stuff it wouldn't be one that I would probably watch a lot um, as I had mentioned I think on the last episode or whatever I'm I'm looking at the series and I'm excited to see where it goes the fourth one's on because um, that main storyline I guess you know of uh, that thread with Vin Diesel kind of being like the main connector I guess uh, instead of yeah. Brian and um, but I think this was. Uh, I think, this, yeah, like we had said earlier, you know, had some good characters that it introduced and uh, some good backstory and everything. But overall, I was just cracking up at it. Um, it's definitely not one that I would watch, like, <laughs> probably again. I, I don't think I would, like, right. seek it out or whatever. Um, this yep. series isn't really my thing, but it's been fun to watch mm-hmm. all of them so far. So, uh, so yeah, I, I am intrigued, though, further, I guess, to after we get uh, into the next Tokyo Drift uh, to see everybody's thoughts mm-hmm. and, and against the mm-hmm. two at the end of this episode, so... Okay. Well, hey, speaking of which, oh. let's uh, let's let's swing over to the other side of the the globe mm-hmm. and talk about Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift. Let's drift into it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was tempted to say it, but I didn't want to say one. Uh, so, um, Stephen, do you have the the cast list yeah. and and uh, all of that stuff uh, at the hand at the hand at the sure. ready or sure. at hand? You know, I was just thinking the other day. Um, about mixing up phrases like do you think there's ever been a, a point in like a the beginnings of a bar fight where somebody has like mixed up the phrases between like I'm gonna wipe that smile off your face and I'm gonna kick your ass and exclaim to somebody I'm gonna wipe your ass <laughs> that would really throw you in a fight right yeah, like the the guy that's like being yelled at, he'd be like, "Wait, wait, what? I, okay, the, wait." The cops are afterwards okay? <laughs> are like, "So what did he say to you? Why did you start this fight?" He says, "Going to wipe my ass. I don't stand for that." All right. And I the can't. officer's like, "Well, yeah, naturally you sit. You sit when you do it. Uh, look, do you have IBS? Do you have some kind of problem? Why was he trying to wipe your ass, sir?" It was a weird night at the bar. <laughs> so I'm going to need you to grab your ankles, please. <laughs> um, so, uh, cast list and all that for Tokyo yep. Drift. Uh, it was directed by Justin Lin, who had previously done um, Better Luck Tomorrow, which is a movie I still haven't seen, but I've heard good things about for years. Um, and then he did Star Trek Beyond later on after this one. So, uh, again, another interesting director that they had brought on board for that. And uh, for the cast list, we have... The glorious uh, car- uh, actor uh, Lucas Black as Sean. <laughs> Breathe through it, Brett. It's okay. Mm, yeah. uh, Bow Wow as Twinkie. Uh, okay. I, I, I was curious if I was saying this right. Sung Kang as Han? Yeah. Is that okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. Ryan T as Takashi. Uh, Natalie Kelly as Neela. Uh, Sonny Chiba as Kamada. That was pretty cool. Uh, Takashi's mm-hmm. uncle. And uh, Leonardo Nam as Morimoto. Awesome. Uh, most of the cast still there. So, the plot of this movie, um, w- white guy who, uh, who fucking sucks, uh, is in like, I don't know, where are they at? California? 
They're, I don't, I don't it looks know like Arizona maybe to me, I was thinking. I don't know where they're yeah, at in the beginning. It, looks, it could be Arizona. Yeah. I guess so. Yeah, like he, he Greg races uh, the oldest child from Home Improvement, yep. and then it, it, things, things get bad for him, and he's going to end up having to go to juvie, so his mom sends him over to Tokyo, Japan to live with his dad, who uh, was part of the Navy and is stationed there, mm-hmm. I guess, or maybe it's just... Uh, a bad father uh, and uh, has, has retreated to the other side of the planet. Yep. And uh, so the uh, the kid, Sean, has to then uh, stay away from racing and stay in school and get good grades. So he doesn't do any of that, and he gets into racing, and then... <laughs> Immediately. People die. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. And, uh, yeah. That's a good, yeah, that's a good plot mm-hmm. for it. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is uh, talking about like accents and uh, and Midwestern, like Brian maybe should have been. So this guy has the most deep Southern drawl, <laughs> and I I was wondering. I just looked him up. He is he was born in Alabama, so I think it might be real. Like oh uh, really? Oh okay. I thought he was just a really good actor and he was put on <laughs> super. Annoying. But that's the thing. It sounds fake to me. But I think he really, that might be really him. I'm not sure. I haven't heard an interview with him. Uh, he was he was a child actor in Sling Blade, which also has like a deep fried Southern type of thing. Uh, mm-hmm. And I and I think he has like a pretty Southern twang in that. So like it might just be yeah. him. And it, I don't know. But like my main point to uh, when I was telling my wife about this one was this was a movie about a white guy who goes to Tokyo and he has a girlfriend who has an Australian accent. Mm-hmm. There's obviously people from Japan, like with their accents, they're like, we have enough going on. I don't need, like, I just needed someone to, you know, he could have just had like a normal like tone, but man, they really yeah. lay it on thick. And it doesn't make any sense since he's comes from like Arizona in the movie. Like he's moved around yeah. a lot, but like, it doesn't seem to fit. It's like very just jarring to me. It was like the only thing I could hear essentially was his accent like the whole time. But, uh, yeah, he's and also there were, very good. There were, there were, t- <laughs> <laughs> you motherfucker. Uh, there, there are times in this movie where I like, I was surprised they didn't have subtitles pop up for yeah. his dialogue because I just could not. He's just so like mush mouth and just over. It's like over the top, yeah. over the top, like Alabama. Mm-hmm. Accent. Like Forrest Gump would be like, Sub- need subtitles. Okay. Okay, man. Calm down a little bit. <laughs> uh, it is so, it's so funny because Steven, you're in Texas. I'm in Oklahoma. Yeah. Daniel, you're, you're in California. Is, is Lucas Black what you think we all sound like? over here wait do we sound like that no (laughs) no um i've been i've been to new orleans when i was younger yeah yeah so i've heard like southern accents so i don't know i I, you know what i really didn't focus on his accent i don't know why oh my god i just didn't like i think i know you guys talked about before about his acting i'm like you know i didn't i think i get distracted by everything else going on i'm like okay all right so you almost have to yeah well i it's i don't know it's there's a lot of hot ladies in, in Tokyo, so I'm like, dang. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I get distracted by all that. Yes. But, uh, uh, you know what? I, he's, it does sound thick, I guess, but like I'm sure, like I said, I don't know. I mean, I'm from California. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't you know. I could tell. You're busy like, surfing I, to think about it. I get yeah, it. <laughs> I'm more, I could tell someone's like, yeah, bro. Like, I can hear yeah. that. Like, okay, that sounds forced. But it's something in the out of California. Okay. I'm like, nah, it sounds fine to me. It sounds normal. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> Uh, so, <laughs> go ahead, Brad. You have the the opposite problem that we do. Like to, to Stephen and I, like Paul Walker sounds like okay. He just seems like a yeah, that's true. dude, you know. But uh, yeah, maybe us okay. being from you know the, the the southern part of the U.S., the, his 
crazy Alabama. He sounds like if a banjo came alive and started trying to act in a movie <laughs> is what Lucas Black sounds like to me. It's just like too twangy, too much pluck, yeah. you know. He needs to be tuned. It's he sounds legit like to me like not like he it's a natural accent. It sounds like someone was like you're from Alabama, you need to have a southern accent. And they mm-hmm. tried to teach him, and that's what he thinks it sounds like. But I'm like, it doesn't sound like anybody I've ever actually met. Uh, yeah. So I don't know. It's really weird. But, yeah, it definitely – that's funny, though. I think that might be it. Like, it's kind of what you're around. Like, I don't notice Brian's at all, but you did. Uh, mm-hmm. And, yeah, so that's interesting. Uh, yeah. I, so step back a little bit. Uh, again, I want to hear your thoughts, Daniel, about this because uh, this one uh, – remind me again, I guess, how, how your feelings about this one versus the rest of the series – uh, not just like part two. Uh, I would say, I, I don't know if this is the right way to put it, but like, it's like a dark horse. Like I like it. Mm. I mean, I fact that it doesn't really tie into all the other movies. I mean, now it does like the way they tied it yeah. in. Like, it's yeah. funny how they tied it in at the end and like the, what the six one print, they tied it in finally. Or the, uh, yeah, I believe yeah. so. Yeah, yeah. That was spoilers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, it, I, I still enjoy it. I don't know why. I think it's just the fact that, you know, I like I said, I grew up in Mullen Heights, and it is predominantly Asian. And so, mm-hmm. like, I'm used to the Asian culture. Mm-hmm. So I think, I don't know why, it just, it just really, like, you know, I've seen it. And so to me, I'm like, oh, this is really cool. Like, and, like, I, mm-hmm. like I, I'm a big fan of Japan. I, I like, I mm-hmm. want to go there. I mean, I love manga. I love anything about anything Japanese. So, like, you know. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. So I think that's why it really just hooked its hooks into me like it you know it really sunk in and i'm like oh i really like this movie i don't know why it's just and it's still i you know yeah i, I can see now some of the acting is very terrible but i think all the other stuff around it is really i think what really i really was fascinated about it by like um the driving because mm-hmm. drifting mm-hmm. is like really technical and it's mm-hmm. it's and it's not nothing was cg except for the, that one part at the end the car is flipping but um Mm-hmm. It looks like it's all really done realistically, mm-hmm. just that's like the good. first yeah, one. Like good. you know, a lot of the first one was done realistically. You know, it's not that hard to drive cars super fast down a quarter of a mile. But uh, what they did in a parking structure was like pretty crazy. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah. like, that's cool. So that was I cool. Know. I I enjoyed it a lot, and uh, like I said, it, I think it's just the fact where I'm from. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Made yeah, a big influence, sense. you know, to enjoy it. Yeah, I don't, uh, like, Brett and I have done uh, two episodes now, right, on, on Asian pop culture. Yeah. Um, and uh, I'm kind of new to that. Like, I'm new to manga and new to, uh, I don't really like anime yet or anything like that, but mm. um, it's all kind of new to me. And, like, for, for these cars, like I said, like, I liked, like, American muscle cars. I was never really into these types of cars. And so uh, I had never heard of drifting until this movie came out. Um, and maybe, like, a lot of America hadn't. I'm not really sure how big that was at the time, but uh, now it seems like people know about it, you know. But, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, this is all kind of new to me. This like all this this culture in this movie, and that was interesting. Uh, and I would say that's my main problem with the movie is I'm like I didn't need I didn't need the intro of the white guy going to Japan. Like if you want to go to Japan, that's great. Let's just do Tokyo Drift, man. I just yeah. want to follow Han. I loved Han. <laughs> he was great. Yeah, was great. I think it would have been a better movie if it was just on Han. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I was like, I'm totally on board with everything there. It's it mainly centers around the main guy and his storyline or whatever his his angst and everything. Yeah. Uh, and and whatever but the the shenanigans he gets into but uh but yeah that's interesting yeah i I hadn't really grown around that that culture or known of that well so this was definitely a departure from the series for me because of that and and i'm still kind of weighing what i think about that i guess so Mm -hmm. well on that that opening race where they're still in america um 
I saw that uh, Ashley from Greek yes. is in the movie. She has like a little cameo. She takes off her bra. Sure. You don't see you don't see uh, breasticles, but uh, you know it's there, and they use that as the the, the flag drop <laughs> yeah. for them to to take off driving. And man, there's something I just hate this opening like race sequence. It just seems so boring because they're driving <laughs> through like a, a housing addition that's being built, and you know I just built a house a couple years ago, so I'm like, <laughs> I mean, it's not that exciting. Also, there are nails fucking everywhere <laughs> in the street. You're gonna blow out a tire pretty pretty quick. It's that in bright so day. Yeah, it's in, in, in the the bright daylight, um, and it seems like the most of the. Uh, the fast racing uh, in these movies tend to work better at night. They just mm. look better, uh, which is something that uh, we'll address later into the movie. But um, yeah, the I, and I don't understand the the point of the lead truck where they're just trying to yeah. like, keep pace with that truck. And like, you have these two like you have a muscle car and like a sports car. They're driving after a pickup. Like, yeah. how fast can this pickup go? Might as well just drive it in reverse. Yeah, I just got in their way. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's either solving uh, Steven's question like, oh, which how to know where the track's going to be. Maybe they're following mm. the pickup truck to which way to go. Mm. Or yeah, they're trying to screw over um, Sean yeah. and not let him win. I think it's more like, like that, the couch yeah. Played out. yeah. But this was the main race I was talking about where I'm like, how do they know who wins? Sean goes on a completely <laughs> different track. So, yeah, he, like, joins him again. But I'm like, the other guy, I think, is just driving around then? Like, they didn't plan this out at all. So how do they know, like, what does anything? Like, again, like, this this whole thing and how it ends where they, like, both just wreck their fucking cars. Um, I was like, what? I, they're teenagers. They're just, they're just dumb, I guess, right? They, they both have, like, adrenaline and uh, going and, they, like, hormones and stuff and, and testosterone. And they're just like, fuck it, we're racing. But I'm like, uh, whatever he starts losing, uh, Home Improvement Kids just start starts, like, mm-hmm. ramming his car with, like, a Viper yeah. or whatever. And I'm like, you don't do that, man. Like... That's yeah. going to be w- way more money than, like, losing your girlfriend would ever, like, hurt or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's all very strange. I didn't understand, like, the rules and the, uh, the like, why they were doing this or whatever, but teenagers. Well, like, later into that race, the pickup truck com- is just completely gone all of a sudden. So it's almost like they were like, okay, now just keep driving around yeah. a lot. <laughs> yeah. Just keep, I guess, drive around a little bit. It's like, Brian got a nail in his tire. We're going to have to stop. I'm sorry. Yeah. Hold on. Right. You guys keep going. Right. We're good. We're good. It's a new version of the uh, speed bump racing. They, uh, they, yeah. get a, they have to change their tires over and over again. It's, uh, it's yeah. very exciting stuff. <laughs> You're your own pit crew. Yeah. And they don't have impact guns out there. You no, know? So yeah. they just have to, they have to get out the, the lug wrench and yeah. just, you know. Did you have the car, Jack? Can you, <laughs> can you bring that over here? You don't have it? You didn't pack it. Oh. All right. I was supposed to race. <laughs> what are we doing here? Yeah. Um, but yeah, his his car gets completely messed up, and then when he's at the police station, he's talking to that one cop. And uh, I wrote it wrote it down here. Um, Sean uh, is just he he asked the cop, hey, "What what what'd you do with my car?" The cop says, "I had it crushed." And then Sean's <laughs> like, "You had it." <laughs> he, he gets incensed about it, but your car was destroyed. Yeah, it was not. It was not salvageable. Like no, the frame those... was all like twisted and shit. Like, yeah, he like rolled it. What did you expect? Yeah, it looked like he should be driving in the first place. It looked like it was already in an accident. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think it was a boat. Yeah, I yeah. don't understand that at all. Um, it that part really cracked me up because he rolls it, and you see a part when it's flipping in the air that like there's a huge chunk. I don't remember if it's like in the the trunk or the, the I think it's like the front. And, like, it's literally just, like, the chassis and the wheels are left. Like, there's it, yeah. everything was ripped off of it. Like, there's mm-hmm. no going back. But he, he, like, really loses it. And, again, 
no repercussions. The cop even tells him, those kids are rich. They're getting off. I don't even care. I like you because you're poor and I can get you. And then his mom comes in and is like, pretty much like, can we just move again? We always just move whenever he does this. And it's like, that's not a thing. Yeah, he's like, he's not, he's not an adult yet, but like, you don't just get to leave town and like not deal with things. Like, that doesn't happen. It seems like the authorities actively (laughs) act against you to keep you from leaving town after something like this goes down. You would imagine? Yeah. Just funny. Yeah, we we have to keep him here. There's no, he's white. Okay, yeah, no, yeah. About your business. (laughs) Go ahead. You would think they'd be in like, all everyone would be in hospital because, like, those wrecks were bad. Yes. <laughs> I yeah. think, like, uh, my wife got in an accident one year and she barely hit somebody and, like, she was hurting. Yeah. And, like, yeah. I'm yeah. like, you would think something like that, like, oh, they would both be in hospitals in beds for, like, yeah. months. You know? <laughs> it's just like Vin Diesel in the first one when he, he does that and he just, like, his arm is kind of hurt and he, like, <sighs> drives away, you know, like, after he just, like, fucking, like, destroyed that semi and, like, flipped all over the place, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, he, he takes out a, a Hello Kitty uh, Band-Aid and just puts it on oh. his shoulders. Like, That's better. But then he like moves his shoulder around like, oh, yeah, I got it. It's yeah. fine. <laughs> yeah. Then he peels off the, the Band-Aid and throws it on the ground. Pops it back in like in a Riddick. Like, <laughs> <laughs> there, uh, there are definitely some cultural issues, I thought, uh, this movie had. Um, again, the whole storyline being based on the, a white guy basically going to Japan, I thought was, it's fine. It's, it, you know, it's whatever, but, um, I, I just could have like done without it. I could have just done like, if you're going to go do drifting in Tokyo, do drifting in Tokyo. And there's a lot of people already yeah. there doing it. But, um, two things in the very beginning before this race even happens, it's just kind of like the opening montage of him going to school. And he, he went at one point passes by a crowd of people uh, at their school beating a Native American pinata because, uh, because it's like the alternate school but it's yeah. like it's literally just like a like a uh, like a Native American chief and they're like beating the shit out of it they're like penguins or whatever is like their, yeah. their school very weird and then he goes into uh, he, he's in shot class and he sees this kid being dragged away into like another room and he goes in there and there's like three guys bullying him and they've ripped his shirt up and they're just spray painting his his stomach and I was like, oh, he's <laughs> yeah. going to step in and, like, do something. And he just goes, yeah. huh, and just walks away. And they don't yeah. mention it again. <laughs> I was like, what was the point of that? I don't – there's a yeah, lot of weird, weird stuff in this movie that I don't understand. And what, like, high school shop class has its own painting room? Yeah, like, right. <laughs> a professional painting to paint cars. I'm like, yeah, my shop class in my high school is like, oh, it's a kind of a garage. But like, yeah, here you go. Just go yeah. fix stuff. Get out, get out of my way. Yeah, that seems, like, very – maybe they're, like, in a rich school. I don't know, like – Shop classes that I were ever in weren't like that, yeah. Yeah, and then, like, they have, like, security guards in the front gates to check everyone down. I'm like, I was like, I've never been to school like that. I mean, there's schools yeah. around yeah. here that are kind of bad, but I've never been to a super bad school where yeah. you had to be, like, padded down. Yeah, interesting. You think a school that has that problem would, wouldn't have such a fancy yeah, know, car program? <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, two opposites. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense at all. That's funny. And they're Random. like, you know, the guy's supposed to be super rich and hooked up. Like, you would think he'd go to a, a fancy school with, you know, where they wear uniforms and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, I don't know. It's so weird. But they they needed the paint room so they could have that bullying scene so that he could just walk away and we could learn what kind of type type of guy he is. Mm-hmm. He yeah. just lets that happen. He's fine with Doesn't that. Doesn't care. <laughs> Do you think for the, the casting process for that, that fat kid, they had like a bunch of fat kids come in and they spray painted like <laughs> food coloring or something on their tummies just to be like... Uh, now, uh, writhe in pain a little bit. Ugh, Act like you don't like this. <laughs> yeah. 
You guys are recording this, right? Yeah, uh, I'm going to need to copy that tape whenever we're done. I've always wondered how casting goes for that kind of stuff. Uh, We need an overweight individual that we're going to rip their shirt up and then spray paint them. Um, So go ahead and just send in your headshots. Uh, (laughs) We'll be fine. I think they take belly shots. Like, we want to see not your face. (laughs) Take pictures of your belly. Oh, yeah, we can get a lot of paint on that belly right there. That's good. That's a good looking belly. I'm looking at IMDb, and he's listed as chubby Hispanic kid. He's called a chubby kid? I'm like, no. He's got Hispanic chubby kid. See, like, exactly. <laughs> cultural issues. That's why I brought it up. Very strange. Well, wait. Are there, are there multiple chubby kids in this movie? Hmm. Like, is, is there a reason for them to, like, point out yeah, like, right. There's one, the ethnicity? There's like, one bigger guy in Japan, but he's not... I don't think he's Hispanic. Yeah. 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 I think he... I don't even know if he has a name, but, like, yeah, he's out there dancing with supermodels and stuff. Yeah. And then, uh, I was like, The other what? kid... He's getting his belly sprayed. Yeah. <laughs> One more thing I had to had to mention about that uh, that car race. I remembered too. Whenever he's flipping his car, there's a, a slow motion shot in his car uh, of everything like flying around, and a bottle oh, yeah. of Tabasco sauce goes across. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. My wife pointed that out. Yeah, well, it's like Tabasco. Like, Why does he have that in his car? Shouldn't it be like Louisiana hot sauce? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh man, good times. It was like if it was in California, it'd be like Tapatio. Oh, okay, right. there you go. Oh man, you guys know what Tapatio is? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, I'm unsure. I, I don't know if it's like a local thing. Yeah, it sounds familiar. I don't... Yeah, we have that at. Uh, yeah. yeah, I don't do a lot of hot sauces, but uh, I was like, yeah, I remember that one. But the Tabasco, I was like, why is he? Uh, why is that? A... I, mean, I get people like sometimes have that around, like they're little bottles you can carry yeah. them with you to spice up your food, I guess. But I thought, what a Wait. weird thing to include. It was a Wait, cool I, shot, though. It was like, okay, we're going to spend all our special effects money on yeah. this one shot right here. <laughs> it looked pretty good. We're going to go Matrix. I, I am a little bit confused. Steven, are, are you are you saying you don't keep a bottle of hot sauce in your vehicle I at don't. all times? I don't. Oh. Or at your work desk or you know, yeah. around you? <laughs> <laughs> Smother on everything? I have seen, they have like keychain ones I've seen that people have that you can mm. have like on there for, for yeah. all your uses. But uh, no, not for me, man. Well, it was funny because, like, going back to that, like, after he flips his car, there's, like, red on his forehead. And I thought, oh, okay, so his the Tabasco, like, <laughs> is dripping on his head, and that's what they're, like, going for. But then we see them in the emergency room, like, lobby, and they're just, like, sitting there, like, all fucked up, all, yeah. all three of them, uh, the, the two racers and uh, the one dude's girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And uh, he looks over and smiles, and he's got, like, the bloodiest oh, smile yeah. I've ever seen him. Just like, what? Why? It Why looked like he was do this? actively still bleeding. Yeah. Maybe yeah. internal. Look like he chugged the yeah. chugged the hot sauce. Yeah. <laughs> That's when they showed it. Stop thirsty. <laughs> they were like, we need to pull in some more of that foreshadowing from the from the second movie. We need to do some of that yeah. too. Gotta show it. Make sure to CGI in that bottle. Gotta have it in there. Oh, of course. Of course. But like where was he bleeding from? Because like if that much blood, he must have like busted some teeth or like something. Yeah. Yeah. It's but weird. he was fine like later on. Yeah. Yeah. That made me sense. It was funny. Like it was kind of comical because he opens his mouth and she's just like so disgusted. But it's like really disgusting. But I was yeah. like, where did it come from? And like, why is nobody taking care of them? It's <laughs> like you're still not sleeping with me. You're not getting yeah, this. That's so weird. <laughs> um, let's talk about uh, once they're over in Japan. He meets up with Lo Bow Wow, whom I guess is known as Bow Wow at this time. Mm-hmm. He, he's grown up, uh, become an actor and serious uh, actor, a serious thespian yeah uh and he he indicates to sean that um he has a nice car and we get to see the like car carousel type of thing <laughs> that, that cool. whole scene 
That was cool. Yeah. Uh, cool I don't know is. if something like that exists or if that's just for this movie, but it seems like something Batman would have in the Batcave. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I, I thought that was I awesome. I can imagine it exists in Tokyo. I mean, there's some like that here, not like that mm-hmm. fancy, but I think in New York, too, anything that's yeah. highly densely populated and there's parking is a commodity. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. um, you would probably see something like that, but I mean, it's, I don't know yeah. exactly like that in yeah. Tokyo, but I think you could, something imagined would be there. I had totally forgotten what Bow Wow's car was like, <laughs> which I don't know how, that's the best because it, it's something that's that's super important to me. Uh-huh. So we get to see Bow Wow's car, and like as the carousel's going by, Sean looks over at Bow Wow, and Bow Wow shakes his head. He's like, nah, nah, it, it's still coming. We get to see another car, same thing. And it finally gets to this green, is it like an SUV of some sort, or... Or, yeah. No, 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 it's a, it's a sports car, right? But it has, like, um, like this reverse embossed... It's like a like, Mini Cooper almost, but, like, I don't know. Okay. Yeah, I don't, yeah. I'm, I'm so, not exactly sure what it is, but it looks yeah. like it's like super mini. Yeah, it's kind of like a, 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 something a little bit it's boxy, like boxy on the back. yeah, yeah, but I don't really know what mm-hmm. it is. And I, I couldn't tell what the, th- what the thing was on the back of it at first, and then the, we get to see the rest of the car, I'm like, oh, okay. It's the Incredible Hulk, like, kicking the, the back... <laughs> Of that, um, <laughs> the, the the back like trunk hatch or uh, whatever, and then they're like uh, hands like punching out of the the car on the sides, and then the front of it is uh, the Hulk's face, and there's even like a weird like brushy type of like hair above oh, the yeah. uh, the windshield there. That's like the best I was part. Like, <laughs> I was like, how did I, how could I possibly forget this? I was like, I'm not this gonna have so- a fin. I'm gonna have hair. Right. Yeah. yeah, like every car has like a couple of those cars got fins on the back, but no, I'm gonna have hair on top. Sexy. And I was like, how, how did that make this into this movie? And then I re- uh, remembered that the Hulk movie riser owned by Universal, uh, the Universal movie. So I'm like, oh, okay, there's the, there's the tie-in there. But uh, yeah, and the, that vehicle shows up multiple times in this movie. So I just completely blocked it out. But yeah. uh, it, it might be my favorite car of this entire franchise. It was definitely a shock to me to see it for the first time, <laughs> I'll tell you that much. Because he keeps seeing all those nice cars, and it's like, oh, nope. Yeah. I thought it was just going to be like a piece of shit car was going to come down. Like, after they see yeah. all the sports cars. But it's like, no, he thinks this is the best car, and it clearly is. Yeah. So, yeah. It looks shocking. like a little kid car design. Like, you, like yes. a 12-year-old, like, all right, here's the comics, design a car, and that'd be it. <laughs> Lil Bow Wow designed it. Bow Wow drives yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Exactly, yeah. Like, that was part of his contract. I want a yeah. whole car. Yeah. You know? <laughs> no, no, how about this news, like, hybrid, la, la, la car? No. Hulk. Oh man! I wonder if that thing. Yeah. I wonder if like someone like there's a collector who's bought that. Like that, that car still exists. Like the one they made for the movie. You know, like someone probably was like oh, that yeah. thing is the shit. Or maybe Bow Wow yeah. kept it. You know, like I want to know like <laughs> is that still in the world? I hope so. I hope someday someone can see that driving around. You know, <laughs> that'd be nice. You know how like actors will sometimes steal props from yeah, movies exactly. or TV shows they're in. <laughs> he steals, he just steals that entire car. <laughs> they're, like, they're like, take it. We don't want it. Please, God, just take it. Uh, real quick, one of the notes I had that I, I just can't let go. Uh, first off, he's he's at the police station, and the, his mom's, like, trying to get him off, and then she's like, can we just move or whatever? And then uh, eventually he's she's just like, well, we're not both moving. And you just see him on a, on a plane to Tokyo, which is not explained at first, until he gets there yeah. and he gets to his dad's place. But what I want to mention is uh, his dad is like, oh, I didn't expect you yet. And he's like, hold on a second. And then he escorts out a prostitute, I assume. Who, yeah. Does he give her money? I, I don't know. He I remember her, he giving her money. I don't know, but like, she looked like she had been crying. Yeah. And But huh. I think the implications were they they had been having sex. And it yeah. just all like weirded me out. And then he like walks him in that tiny apartment. And I'm like, it just all seems very sketch to me. 
<laughs> his dad was like, oh, I was doing this really awkward thing. Uh, yeah. But please come in and live with me. Uh, she'll, she'll leave. It's fine. Uh, just seemed very, very strange to me. It would have been fun if there was like an acting choice there where Lucas Black walks in and he like sniffs the air exactly. and winces. <laughs> I didn't want to say it, but you said it not what you did because yeah, weird. Just weird. You know, I always wonder about that too. I remember when I first saw it, I was like, yeah, I was like, that's so weird. Your prostitute just walks out. And I'm like, yeah, I remember handing her money. I'm like, you know, saying thank you and stuff like that. But when I watched it again, I'm like, no, he didn't hand her money. Yeah. Like, were they yeah. dating? Like, I don't know. Maybe, maybe she was upset because he kicked her out, but like they didn't look like they really knew each other. Mm-hmm. Except maybe biblically. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so. I think it's more like, you know, Japanese culture, Asian culture, they're very private mm. and like um, they're shy about a lot of things when it comes to that. So, I mean, I'm pretty sure she was yeah, embarrassed maybe. mostly. Yeah. I think. Again, just about, like weird choice for a movie, though, right? Yeah. Like, why not just have his dad be like, come on in? Yeah. <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> you never see her again. Like, at least no. she doesn't seem to be like a steady girlfriend by any stretch. She doesn't mention mm-hmm. her, you know. Uh, but yeah, again, just weird choices all around. Well, speaking of weird choices, both of his parents speak just regular English. Oh, yeah. Where Sean <laughs> is just like, that. he's like half Alabama alligator. I don't I don't know where that accent comes. Like, he, oh, like I'm sure like the mom or the dad could have managed some type of accent, but yeah. they didn't even try. No, not so, at all. Yeah, he's weird. It's a choice, man. It's a choice. Yeah. <laughs> and he nails it. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, so he meets Bow Wow. He's got that car. Bow Wow takes him to the, the first time we're seeing him uh, at the drifting parking garage track, I yeah. guess you would mm-hmm. say, uh, which was pretty rad. Um, this movie, like you said, there's a lot of attractive ladies here. I think uh, the director, Justin Lin, even went above and beyond the other two movies so far and, like, showing a lot of uh, attractive females throughout this thing. But uh, uh, all the cool cars there and stuff, too. It's, it's neat. Um, I liked uh, Neela, I think is her name, the, the girlfriend, the love interest, whatever, shows up then in her awesome car and everything, too. But um, it, it was interesting, I think, um, for this movie to show the departure from, like, the normal straightaway racing that they were, like, used to or whatever, even, like, yeah. whatever that thing was in the, the – uh, housing edition that was being built you know but um now it's like a whole different style of racing that like really intrigued me because they uh they start at the bottom and go to the top and people just use elevators to see them like at each floor i guess or like maybe just go to the very top but uh i was like what a weird way to watch races they 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 call that the drake style of racing uh started from the bottom now we're here that's what that's legally what it's called <laughs> okay I just, to, just to interject yeah. yeah yeah please continue your point but, uh, but they used, throughout this movie, a, uh, a quote-unquote innovative style of that, where they used flip-flown, flip-flown cameras that they, like, zoom in and out. That it, I was like, this technology, as far as I know, does not exist. But they are essentially, everybody's phones are, like, tied in together so that they can, like, yeah, it's, watch it's each like other's doing videos. Like, yeah, it's, it's yeah. almost like Facebook Live yeah, or there you go. Instagram Live, but before that existed. Yeah. But also, you can watch other people's videos as you're what as you're recording your own it's yeah it was that's a very innovative thing but uh yeah but yeah that was really intriguing to me because again i'm i'm new to this this type of racing whatever and i was like yeah how do they how do they watch them race or whatever and there's there's a lot of people on each level for one Mm -hmm. uh but then they all kind of just go to the top i thought that was interesting that's oh just get in the elevator they're going they're going up (laughs) we gotta go up so it must be stairs to climb up there too yeah there's a lot of them taking the elevator like separately so it's enough time for that that maybe one or two elevators to like 
take several loads of people, you know, from mm-hmm. the the bottom to the the top of the uh, the uh, the parking garage. So it's a very long race, yeah. really, because it's not like the the elevator just like fires you straight up there. Yeah. It's like it has to go down, and maybe there are other people that are just like work nearby that need to go down to get their cars. Sure. So I mean, there's there's a a big to do. Mm-hmm. There's a, a lot of uh, work that elevators are getting that night, right. and uh, yeah. So it's it's not as fast of a race as you thought. The the slow and the <laughs> the <laughs> uh, but yeah. Uh, so Han gets introduced to that point, and I, I knew at least yeah. that Han, like you had mentioned, Brand, that Han comes back into the story later on. Um, so I'm not sure. Later Han. What? I said later Han. Later. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. Um, and I'm not sure when that happens. So uh, there's a whole lot we have to talk about with, with his character that happens in this. but um, and, and also, like I guess, the timeline of these movies, as we've discussed yeah. a little bit. But uh, but Han instantly, I was like, oh, I'm down with this guy. Like, he was great. Yeah. He's He's very, like, um, blasé about the whole race and about giving his car away to a guy he has just met uh, and has not seen his skills. And uh, Sean immediately wrecks the shit out of that car (laughs) going up. It is destroyed by the time it, like, slowly (laughs) creeps up there. I had a good time uh, chuckling at that because, like, the hood is all messed up. Like, no, no part of that car is salvageable. Yeah, And then I like, though, that after that, Han, Han is like, you know what? You're going to pay me back by being my driver. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you don't, you don't know this guy. You lent him his car. He beat the shit out of it, clearly showing he doesn't know not know how to drive. And then you're like, you should drive for me, bro. But, <laughs> but again, they, they, they go back to that later on. You know, they, had, they say that like he wanted to see like what he was like as a man and like whatever. Like, mm-hmm. uh, so they, they address it. But I, I, at the time, I was like, I don't understand him at all. Why yeah. he would, I would never lend my car to someone in a race, not, you know, sight unseen, basically. Uh, but yeah, very interesting. Yeah. At least it was a super nice uh, sports car. He let <laughs> yeah. him drive this time as well. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, what are your notes? What do you got? Uh, I think I was just going to say, I like the part where the, I definitely love that intro song when he like goes into the parking garage that I don't know what song it was. I should have looked it up, but it was so catchy. It was like, very Asian pop song. Is it the song. theme song? Yeah, that, that one background song they had when they're showing all the cars and all the ladies are by. Mm-hmm. That I don't know what song it was, but it was like, man, that sounds totally familiar. It sounds something I would hear over here, and like I don't in, know in the stores. They might have like more uh, songs during that part. I'm not sure, but uh, I, I had subtitles on uh, while I was watching oh. it, and it and it came up and it said, it said Tokyo Drift Fast and Furious theme. Or something like that. Oh, like it was okay. like written for the movie. Yeah, I think they played it more than once. And then, yeah, they, it plays later yeah. on, like towards the end. Uh, it plays again, and it, it showed up again on my subtitles that way. And uh, I was like, oh, they like made a song for this. That's cool. So I'm, I'm kind of curious about that. <laughs> I didn't know who actually did it though. Well, Too Fast, Too Furious had a song, didn't it? Uh, who sang it? Did Ludacris sing it? Yeah, Ludacris. Oh, yeah. Act a fool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like so that's one thing I feel like blockbusters of today are kind of missing. I'm glad that this franchise does that. I like. That, uh, oh, it makes me think of, like, 90s movies where they had, like, theme songs that went along with them that they, like, wrote for it or whatever. Like, I'm down with that, mm-hmm. so that's cool. Yeah. I think the yeah. one cool part is, you know, like you say, he's, like, a white guy going to Japan. And, like, I think one of those stereotypes is, like, now is, like, you know, there's the, you know, they call it Asian persuasion. Like, you know, the thing, like, a lot of people mm-hmm. are, like, the dig the Asian, you know, people, Asian girls and stuff like that. There's even, like, you know, mm-hmm. like, there's a bunch of websites like um, 
to date, you know, Asian people or date only cowboy mm. people. You know, I don't know if you've seen that on the, the. Wait, to date cowboy people? Yeah, like there's. I don't know, you've not seen that. Uh, <laughs> Farmers.com or something like that. Oh, you're not okay. That's that. awesome. Oh yeah, but, yeah. Farmersonly.com. Yeah, right? farmersonly.com. Yeah, there's one, even I've one seen one those for, like, Asian that's people. So only. Like, oh, you want like you like Asian people? Date Asian people only. I'm like, that's crazy. But like, yeah. I think the one cool point is like he's surrounded by all these Asian girls and all stuff like. But he chooses the non-Asian person, like you know, mm. someone that's that looks American. And she almost looks like almost she kind of looks Hispanic, but you can tell she's not really. Yeah. yeah. But like I she, was, you can tell I she's. Was, I was really confused by her. Uh, I had to look her up as an act, like the actual person, because I was like, she sounds like not always though, but like sometimes she sounded Australian, but she looks Hispanic, but she's in Tokyo, and she said she was <laughs> born there. And I'm like, yeah. I don't understand, like at all. And it, she, she's born of like a Peruvian father and a Colombian mother, and they moved to Australia when she was two. So she's grown up there. So she is like, that is her actual background. But like in the movie, mm-hmm. I was very confused. She has, she has a lot of melting pot going on there. Yeah, uh, it's just mm-hmm. hard to place it. But, but yeah, Han even makes a joke about that. He's like. Why don't you get yourself a nice, uh, a nice Japanese girl like most of the white boys around here? Yeah, and he doesn't. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And it was funny is like, I remember first watching this movie. I'm like, man, like you tell like, oh yeah, they all look like they're in, you know, high school age, except for, uh, what's his name from home improvement. Like you totally tell he's old cause you grew up with him in home improvement. Yeah. You can yeah. tell he's not that age, but like as soon as he went to Japan, I'm like, damn, he looks old compared to yeah. all these younger <laughs> Asian people. Like, holy crap. He looks like an old man with all these kids. You see, like, his five o'clock shadow showing. I'm like, yeah, yeah. he's not, he's not a It's almost problematic. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, it's totally bad. I about that part. And the other thing is like, um, what what was her name? The the character or the uh, the love interest name? Nila. Um, Nila. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, she's dating right. um, Brian T's character, and Brian mm-hmm. T uh, for me is most notable as the Shredder in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles yeah. Two: Out of the Shadows. Check it out. It's a great movie. No, yeah, it's just all right. But <laughs> <laughs> I read but yeah, that he, he, he took over that role. Yeah, I thought that was interesting. Yeah, it was awesome. It was awesome. Uh, but uh, he's like a fully grown man in this movie. Like he's operating <laughs> yeah. his uncle's club, but he's he's dating a high schooler. Oh yeah, which is it's like whoa. I didn't even notice yeah. that. Yeah. Well, Easy man. That's kind of weird too. Yeah. Well, I'm looking. <laughs> I'm curious now because Lucas Black was born in '82, but the guy you're talking about was born in 1977. So, talking about like Takashi, right? That's the guy's name. Yeah. Takashi. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, and then Nila. DK. Yeah, DK. No, DK. Drifty. Um, mm-hmm. She was, let's see. I don't know when she was born. It doesn't actually say for the the female, the like the the girlfriend. Doesn't say you know what's born, also though. funny is like Han sounds pretty American. Yes, yeah. And it's like, what the heck? He sounds more American than <laughs> oh, Sean yeah. does. Oh, yeah. Well, he's he's That's from true. America <laughs> in this in this canon because he he meets um I guess uh, Dominic Toretto in Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I don't know what state it is, but he meets him in, in America. And uh, this character is also, like Steven said, um, loosely ties into Better Luck Tomorrow. Mm. And that movie takes place in California somewhere. Yeah. I don't know. It's a, it's a massive state. I, I can't uh, can't pinpoint exactly where it is. <laughs> um, but, uh, They're in Orange County. Yeah. Orange County. Orange County? Okay. County? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, Better Luck Tomorrow is, yeah. That's literally like, uh, well, Orange County is pretty big. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, I can mm-hmm. drive there in like 10, 15 minutes. Yeah, so like it's there's a there's a part in this too that um, Han they're like on that rooftop or whatever, and they're they're talking, yeah. and he's like he's like you know when people go 
uh, and like westerns or whatever. He's like when they go across the border, and he's like, "This is my Mexico." But I was like, "Where? But where are you from? Then is, is like China or or like just America? Like is just just another quote unquote yeah, Mexico for him? I don't know where he came from, you know." Yeah, that's the thing I didn't look up. Like I wonder because Han, you know, he tell he's not Japanese. I don't know if he's from China or South Korean. It's mm-hmm. hard. I mean, you could supposedly you're supposed to tell really by the shape of their face and like. You could tell it from when I'm here, like you tell who's you know from China, mm-hmm. who's mm-hmm. Korean, because it's, it's pretty mixed up. But like you don't see too many Japanese people around here. You see mm-hmm. mostly mm-hmm. from China or South Korea. But I'm not sure where he's from. Yeah, like, and yeah. I, don't, I never looked it up, but, but uh, yeah, it's 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 weird how um, how ingrained he is into that underworld with DK, and I mean his yeah. uncle is Yakuza. Uh, and I guess he's not like that related to that uncle. Then he's kind of like two people removed and everything. But it's interesting that he would be able to kind of rise up in those ranks at all. I guess you know, uh, not actually being like native Japanese. I would think so. Yeah, interesting character. Uh, I liked Han a lot in this though. He was cool. That is uh, cool. But like, oh, go ahead. I was going to say I just looked up uh, Sung Kang, who plays Han, Ooh. and it looks like he is uh, South Korean. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah I think yeah. I look like he's. Korean, but I wasn't sure. Well, uh, I mean, he's American, but like South Korean American. Yeah, is, yeah, yeah. So fair enough. So maybe it's just like yeah. they just kind of leave it ambiguous, I guess. And then, and the rest of the yeah. series, like you said, we find out more about his backstory, uh, a little bit at least. But um, mm-hmm. Brent, I, I remember you mentioned that too before about his character kind of starting off in Better Luck Tomorrow. Is that officially thing, or is it he just named Han in that movie as well? Is that what it was? Yeah. So I actually watched Better Luck Tomorrow oh, okay. earlier this week. Uh, just to see how it would tie in, mm-hmm. and it's, it's just like very loosely, yeah. So both characters are named Han. Um, Better Luck Tomorrow is um, directed by Justin Lin, mm-hmm. and according to both Justin Lin and Sung Kang, who plays Han, this is the same character from okay. that, that cool. franchise. So just very like kind of a, a basic connection there. Mm-hmm. And then when Han is telling that story about you know this is my Mexico, um, it kind of um, insinuates that he did something in his past that uh, he'd rather not speak about and or maybe has a dark past yeah. and is trying to move forward with it. And uh, I'll tell you, uh, for the first time of ever watching that movie, uh, it, it starts off as like a, um, a movie about high schoolers, but then mm-hmm. it gets like very dark oh, yeah. <laughs> towards the end of that movie. So Was it good? Uh, I, um, it, it was all right. Yeah. Like... I don't know that I was, uh, I don't know. It, it, it seemed a little bit slow okay. to me, especially, you know, with this, with this franchise, yeah. but, um, I didn't dislike it. I just may need to go back and rewatch it at a certain point now that I know, you know, kind of what the, the story is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fair enough. I've been curious. Yeah. I've, I'd heard about it years ago and, um, cause it introduced the world to like John Cho, uh, isn't that, oh, yeah. that was like one of his first movies yeah. or something that, uh, people saw yeah. him and that he like was like a bigger actor. So I've been interested to watch that just cause of him. Cause I like him so much, but yeah. Yeah, right and on. then there's a an, another actor in Better Luck Tomorrow, uh, who may or may not survive in that movie. That that same <laughs> actor is in Tokyo Drift, but he plays a completely different character. Oh, okay. So, uh, but he has long hair in Tokyo Drift. Sure. So completely different. Yeah. Completely different. <laughs> yeah. One of the ones I noticed was um, Morimoto Leonardo Nam, um, mm-hmm. who's like the he's like kind of like blonder hair, I guess, in Tokyo Drift. Yeah. Uh, he's more like the henchman of DK or whatever, but he looks so familiar to me. He's in Westworld now. Um, oh, okay. Like a lot. So yeah, I was like, oh, I, I was like, I know his fucking face, but I don't know where from. Yeah, it was from Westworld, so that was cool. And then Sonny Chiba as uh, the uncle, who um, 
Uh, I, I know his name. I don't really know uh, a lot about him, but he's a pretty famous Japanese martial artist uh, and actor and everything. Uh, but when he first shows up, um, he's wearing like an all-white suit with like a hat. And Amanda had walked in at that point. She was watching like just like halfway through the movie with me. And she was just started cracking up. And she was like, he looks like a gangster. And I was like, he is a gangster. He's in Yakuza. And she was like, do they all dress like that, though? And I was like, I don't know. But I'll, <laughs> I'm, I assume they do. That's This is what the world they're showing me is, so... Yeah, I've never yeah. heard of that movie. Is that that uh, Better Like Tomorrow? I've never, I've never. It's like uh, Brittany. I guess you watched it, but it's it's like Asian students in in L.A. or they like in Orange County. Um, yeah, like they're they're really like the the main uh, character is like high on the honor roll yeah. and like a really just good overall student, and he uh, eventually like falls in with these people and um, ends up selling drugs and. Um, stolen merchandise and whatnot so it was like an independent movie it was produced by mtv actually which is weird yeah i saw a thing that mc hammer gave money to it because they (laughs) they needed money and they were like maybe mc hammer and then there's a part in the in tokyo drift where he's when he first gets to tokyo uh sean does there's like a huge these huge banners of mc hammer behind him and i was like is mc hammer really big in japan and he might be but i think it's because it was like uh they shout out to him because he helped him out with that but uh yeah, yeah, I'd always heard of it. I thought I think it was like an independent, but it's at least smaller movie with MTV at that time. But um, I, I had always heard of it as kind of like the the stereotypical, I guess, like uh, smart Asian kids who like have a lot of pressure from their parents and stuff, and they kind of like mm-hmm. want to do like more like whatever. They just want to be bad or something like that. I guess like they're like goody yeah. goody two shoes. I think I remember kids, the but... previews, but I don't think I ever seen them. Yeah, no. yeah. Mm-hmm. But then Han is in it, so it's or that same actor, and that and he has that name, and then I didn't know if they mm-hmm. were actually connected, but but Brent confirmed they were. So, yeah, according to the uh, to the director Justin Lin, and uh, yeah, the actor who portrays him, yeah, the, yeah. the same guy. So kind of a, a weird tie-in. So <clears throat> between that movie and then Hobbs and Shaw, we're already up to ten movies uh, in this franchise <laughs> altogether, <laughs> and two short films. <laughs> yeah, two short films. Yeah, holy shit. Yeah, we're getting there. Um, uh, let's see. So I think like for me anyway, it seems like Justin Lin figured out how to make races look exciting in the last like third of this movie because I thought the last race um, looked really good. Like there are a lot of like cool like mm-hmm. cuts and everything. You can tell there's like some CGI cars used, but like I'm not gonna fault it for that. You know, it was like the the early two thousand still. So yeah, I thought it was mm-hmm. thought it was okay. Uh, what did you guys think of that that last race on that that mountain? Yeah, I thought it was cool. Um, yeah. yeah, it was good. It was pretty cool. I still like the parking garage stuff. I think mm-hmm. it's well, no, it's kind of kind of cool. Like what they did in such a tight space because you've been in a, you know mostly parking garages. Like they're not you can't really move too well at those things. But the fact that mm-hmm. they you know what drifting is about is like moving continuously moving fast at a high pace in that motion and furious of you know, in the car. <laughs> I really can't go furious because you're gonna jack it all up, like shows as Sean did. As sh- that's what but, Sean was. He was the furious. Yeah, yeah. That's I think what it that's was. Because it, it's cool about the series, or this movie, that they turned it on its head. Like, oh, okay, it's not about going how fast you can go. It's about mm. going fast and controlled. And just, yeah, and like you know, good. controlling that movie. Oh, they should have renamed the franchise. <laughs> They should have just called it Tokyo Drift. And I think it would have been much better. Yeah. <laughs> it could have like it, did, it could have had nothing to do with like the Fast and Furious movie, and it would have just been mm-hmm. better. Like I, I don't know if this is like it. Me seems like that they wrote this movie and like oh you know what it's probably go with the Fast and Furious franchise because 
Yeah. It was mm. pretty cool driving. And, like, it did, you know, drifting did origin- originate in Japan. And, like, those fishermen guys that they see, like, talking about, oh, like, I can't yeah. drift. Yeah. Like, one of the guys is, like, the drift king. Like, he's actually well-known. Oh, that's like, oh, like cool. creating drifting. So, like, and it's been around for a long time. Because you ever seen that, yeah. um, what's that one? Those British guys who go all around the world and, like, learn about cars? Uh, yeah, what's it called? I don't watch that. Oh, People are going to hate uh, us. <laughs> but it doesn't matter. Like, one of those guys did a report on drifting. Like, and it was done uh-huh. in the 80s. It's old. Like, that's type of, like... That's the crazy thing about Japan is, like, everything we get now is 10, 15 years older. And it's already yeah. been done mm-hmm. in Japan. Like, it's kind of crazy. Like, you know, I'm into, like, I like enjoy anime. And everything we get here now is 20, 30 years old. Like, it's super old compared to what's going on in Japan. It is yeah. not until, like, you know, that Crunchyroll app where you can watch stuff on your oh, phone. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's mm-hmm. more current stuff. But, like, before when it was in the 80s and 90s, we were getting all the older things. Mm-hmm. That to them that was done in the 80s, but to us it was new in the 90s. And it's only now with technology we're starting to catch up, you know, be on more trend with them. But I don't know, I lost my train. I was just thinking, like, it's just (laughs) kind of cool. I I do enjoy the last racing scene, except for that one part where the car flips over. I'm like, eh, like, could have done without it. But I think I enjoy these. um, I think it's pretty cool because the movie's more like like a superhero movie, like a superhero in training, because he's like, he doesn't know how to do this. It's like, okay, it's I suck at this, but then, okay, I'm going to learn eventually and become, like, the best at it. Like, I think one of those tip- and typical movies that, uh, like, Point Break, he's not a good surfer, or any of those, like, those mm-hmm. sports movies, like, oh, I suck, but I'm going to learn and be the best by the end of the movie. And it's kind of like how that yeah, this yeah. movie plays out. But, yeah, I don't know, I think it's pretty cool driving, just showing what the cars can do. And realistically, I mean, I don't know if you ever guys ever try to, do any of the things you've seen in Fast and Furious when you're that age and learn how to drive. Go drive fast. I mean, I can never. Actually well, I have I have tried an iced cappuccino before, <laughs> and I like that. So, I mean, I, I guess technically I have. I mean, I don't know. Like I, I had like uh, when these movies came out, I had like a, uh, what was that XB the no, Scion XB. Mm. I don't know if you guys know what that looked like, but like yeah, that car can do anything. But I remember I got my police car and like actually drove fast and you can actually do the little turns like like it's a crazy feeling yeah you know, with, yeah. You know going fast or you know finding a place that i don't know i guess car i guess this movie relates a lot to you know being at the right age and learning how to drive at that time mm-hmm. when this movie came out so i don't know yeah so, but i think i definitely enjoy the driving in this movie than compared to too fast too furious okay it's definitely um, it's interesting because cool. I, I thought about that too. It's a departure from the other one because Brian and like the first movie say is like he's good, but he's a cop. And that's like his main storyline is like this infiltrating this gang or whatever, doing these, these heists and everything. And then the second movie, it's like, all right, well, now you guys are moving along and you're just going to go bust this other guy and like kind of like go undercover. And in this one, it's, it's different. It's like this guy can race at least a certain way, but then he goes into a completely new culture he has to learn about and also into a new, completely new car culture and race culture that he has to learn about. And it was it was interesting to see that change in the tone of the film, I guess, uh, and, like, the plot, that they, it's like, oh, no, he's not good at this at all, but he's got to, like, learn to get there. And, uh, yeah. yeah, it's kind of interesting how they took it a different way. Yeah, yeah, that's, you know what, that, yeah, that's a good point. Exactly. He's still a terrible actor, but it's <laughs> a good point. And, and uh, I don't think you brought it up yet. I know you talked about it when we first started. Is uh, Wabaki? 
I don't know the word means, but yeah. the whole taking off your shoes and like mm, walking yeah. barefoot, like walking with sandals, like uh, I don't know, I don't know if you guys, you know, where you grew up, like if you ever visit a friend's house, you had to take off your shoes and like just not wear your shoes in the house. You guys mm. ever did that? Like experienced that? I, I've only had like certain people, but it's it was never related to like culture. It seemed it was always uh, just like people like didn't want people to walk on their carpet with shoes on or whatever. <laughs> yeah. But I've only had like, yeah. I remember only like a handful of friends that ever did that. And uh, now I kind of agree with it as an adult. Cause I'm like, look at all the shit I walk on outside, you know, I don't want to drag that into my house. It seems kind of nice, but yeah. Yeah. Different culture for sure. Yeah. No, I experienced, I think it's more the same thing, like a uh, culture and the cleaning. Cause mm-hmm. I experienced that a lot. I remember I was going to my friend's houses when I was much older in high school. Like I'd visit them and they're, you know, they're Asian and like, yeah, like I had to like walk around with my socks in the house. Yeah. And I felt so uncomfortable. <laughs> I remember there was times where like I'm, I'm like, hey, I'm a young teen, and I'm like I had holy socks. I I'm know like, exactly. Uh, yeah. Can I just walk around with my bare feet? I'm like, I, I guess it gets you to like make sure you like look at what you're wearing that day, like under your shoes. Like you can't just like be like, ah, oh, this is fine. My toe's sticking out today, but that's fine. No one will see it. No, they'll see it. Yeah, it's my pointing toe. <laughs> Brandy, uh, Brand's wife would love that. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> um, so in this movie, we are introduced to Han, and also we say goodbye to Han. Ugh. Spoilers. Spawn? 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 Huh? Spawn Han? <laughs> Spawn Han. Uh, he does not respawn when Aww. he dies uh, because, again, he dead in this movie. Um, and this is his, his, his... That really upset me. I know this is confusing, but this is his his final appearance in this franchise because this movie takes place in the future, Stephen, oh. in the future of this franchise. <laughs> you can tell because of all the futuristic stuff that happens. Yeah, like, uh, you know, having flip phones. Yep, exactly. Yeah, like stream live. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe that, okay, I'll get this, I'll get behind the streaming thing now if it, if yeah. it takes place later than the rest of them, but maybe... The flip phone, there's no explanation there. I don't think there's any explanation there. It's hard to, hard to get around that one. Yeah. Well, I, I think they had, like, Japan had, like, the FaceTime, you know, we have now on our iPhones. They had mm-hmm. that pretty early on, like, in the 90s. I remember watching movies or something like a news thing that they had that stuff going on, like, you could face chat. Even before, right. like, it, years before it. we got it. You know, it's crazy how, you know, we have it now and we... You know, we're talking now on Skype, and it's crazy, but they, they had that stuff, like, mm-hmm. on their phones or certain places there way before us. Yeah. Well, it's funny to see them, like, gathered around those phones, oh, which yeah. is just like a, a one-and-a-half by one-and-a-half square <laughs> that they have to, <laughs> to watch. I can imagine it, wasn't probably, it probably wasn't good quality. It's, like, all speckly. <laughs> yeah. It was funny, though. So, yeah, this is the, the last time that we see Han in this continuity, mm-hmm. but he does show up in films later, in this, that's good. this series. So yeah, that's good. And he gets to uh live out his life a little bit more and uh and whatnot. So you you do have more Han coming to you that's good. Uh, later in the series, Stephen. I, I'm still upset that he died. I, I didn't see that coming. I didn't know that was gonna happen in this. Um uh-huh. I knew that this took place in a weird I, I didn't know where it fell, I guess, until I was looking at it afterwards in the continuity of the movies, but um it still sucks because I liked him a lot in this, so at mm-hmm. least we'll get more of them, but I'll be and interested to see him. You'll eventually find out who killed him. What? No, Wait, no spoilers. Yeah. That was like the biggest crazy part. Wait, I'm. Didn't he just like flip his car though? Yeah. So who who killed him though? That's the question <laughs> that you're gonna have to sit with for several movies. 
Uh, I don't want to spoil anything for you. It, it is but, crazy uh, how they tie it in, though. Like, it is okay. like, yeah. I think that was like the biggest joke for like four and five. Like, when is he ever going to yeah. go to Japan? Like, yeah. yeah. Even like the, the fifth one, like they hinted like, oh, maybe I'll go to Japan. Then he winks or something like that. Yeah. They, yeah. The camera. And it's like, what? But That's they awesome. finally tie it in in six, right? Or when did they tie I it I feel in? like what I read online yet yeah, at six and then this one is how the continuity goes. Yeah. I, yeah. Right, so I believe so, yeah. yeah, yeah, okay, so interesting, but don't dwell on that, just enjoy, yeah, sure. enjoy them while you got them. All you right, know? sounds good, yeah. Um, so, um, do we have any additional notes before we, hmm. we wrap this up with the uh spoiler cameo at the end of this film? Uh, the spoiler that, yeah, go ahead. I think what's you know, I know, I know, seeing you haven't seen the other movies, but mm-hmm. seeing those and then coming back to this is like, wow, like it really hits you home like how Han's acting like just his actions and the way he acts like I don't I mean I don't want to say anything it's like big spoiler <laughs> like all the stuff that happens in other movies but like okay. Okay. you know I don't know if you relate Brent like you could tell like the way he acts and stuff like that his emotions it's about life you could tell that he, he had yeah. something affecting him yeah yeah for sure and it's funny too because if you watch this movie when it came out so up, up to that point this is the third movie yeah. you know before they made four and so on so, and assuming this character was the one that's in Better Luck Tomorrow, where uh, his character is part of something that's like really dark that happens, you can see it tie in there. But then knowing, uh, you know, those other Fast and Furious movies it, later in the series came before this one, and all the stuff that happens there, um, yeah, it's it's a, a different way to hmm. look at it. You kind of look at it with, with with two different eyes on his his interactions there. Interesting. That'd be fun yeah. to look forward to, I guess. Because in this one, I I just liked how he kind of. I don't know. He definitely has like something there, but I I, I don't yeah. know of any background to explain that. It's just kind of like, okay, yeah, he's just kind of different than the rest of the people in it. But uh, that'll be interesting yeah. to kind of see it flesh out. Mm-hmm. I think I have one other note about Han. Like, what did he do actually? Like, what criminal things did he do? Like, you see Bow Wow selling all these merch. Like, I, yeah. I'm assuming yeah. he's getting it from Han. But besides owning that club, two clubs in one in the garage in the back like <laughs> what was he doing like yeah. what little things was he up to because i couldn't figure it out i'm like all right he's, he's a, he has to pay money but what is he doing like the yeah, shipping, what what shipping? shipping of what like a computer chips yeah, yeah. Car it's really ambiguous know. as to like what anyone does in these movies like even the 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 villain from too fast too furious yeah. like he's he does villain stuff i guess yeah. like he has a yacht also, so he's doing he's well. A, a, a white guy pretending to be brown. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. They can tell he's so. a bad guy because the whole rat scene totally just yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, he's yeah. a bad mob. He's a bad like Cuban or Colombian drug lord. Like that's something that maybe they do. But, yeah. Um, yeah, But uh, yeah, you, I mean, and then the fact that he uh, sends Sean. I mean, we skipped over the part where he sends Sean to collect money from that big old. Yokohana, like from uh, Street Fighters. <laughs> oh man! Like I was like, what does this guy do? Like besides drive fast and all those things. I mean, I couldn't really tell yeah. what criminal things he did. Yeah, they really. I did think it was funny that. when, he, when he went to go get the uh, the money from the sumo guy. Like they made a point to show that Sean had to take off his his yeah. normal clothes. <laughs> Put on a towel, so he walks in there with just a towel, no shirt on, and so as the sumo guy turns around and stands up to confront him, the next time we see Sean, he's fully clothed yeah. back in his original, 
garments <laughs> and then like thrown out. So yeah. it's like, I'm going to ask you, I'm going to need you to take at least three to four minutes, yeah. redress yourself, <laughs> meet me out in the lobby. I'm going to, I'm going to shove you right out of it. Yeah. So yeah. I noticed that too. It would have been. So hold on. I'm going to put my kimono on. You put your clothes on. Then I'm going to throw yeah. you down. <laughs> It would have been a lot funnier and like made more sense if he was just in his towel and then thrown on the street yeah. or whatever. Yeah. I, yeah. I remember when I first saw this, I didn't understand like why are these guys bathing there? Like, cause, mm-hmm. uh, like I said, like you even mentioned like how the dad lives in a small place. Like, yeah. Did you yeah. see a shower there? Yeah, no. Yeah, no. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. And like, that's the thing about Japan. Like in Tokyo, it's, you know, space is like, that's whatever the bigger space you got. That means the more money you make. Mm-hmm. So, like, for what he had, I'm sure it's a good spot. Like, but uh, interesting. interesting. Most places don't. I mean, I'm sure it has a restroom, but they don't have showers. Yeah. Like, if you look yeah. at some of the animes, there's bathhouses. Like, that's where most people take the showers. And I don't know I'm, how often they do it. Yeah. But, yeah. like, that's where, you know, that's, you know, most people will shower and clean up is somewhere like there. If they don't have, if they're not rich and well off and have a shower and a bathroom together. I'm sure they have a bathroom, yeah. but I'm, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure it's not a shower there but yeah it's crazy i remember when i saw that i'm like what the heck are these guys yeah, doing weird, just yeah. shower and they're sitting there <laughs> and it's kind of crazy because they you know like there's no shower like running water over them it's just like okay i'm sitting here scrub myself down then i get the thing where i wash myself off yeah like and they're how, like, yeah, they were like sitting down yeah i was mm-hmm. like i was like i guess yeah it's kind of a uh, chore to stand up right yeah <laughs> like, you it know. makes <laughs> sense like it's very um not um economical i guess because we, mm. we, you know, we stand in a shower, like, oh, just sitting there, letting the water hit us. And, like, how much yeah. water we use yeah. like, just oh, in yeah. one shower oh, yeah. and how much water mm. the person are using just to, okay, I'm going to rinse off real quick, scrub myself down, then, sh- then I'm done. Mm. You know, it's like a yeah. luxury that, you know, I don't know. It's, it's it's really crazy the difference between Americans and other cultures, like yeah. how people yeah. do different things. I always find that fascinating. Sometimes I'm like, oh, yeah. it's fascinating. Sometimes I'm like, oh, thank gosh, I'm American. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's like how I, what I'm used to. So to me, it sounds normal, wh- however we do things, you know, and it's like yeah. when you're yeah. exposed to other cultures, then you're like, oh, wow, I guess I've never even thought about it being like different uh, elsewhere, yeah. you know? Uh, yeah. yeah, it was interesting. Um, one of the things I had listed uh, when Amanda, my wife, had walked in towards the end of the movie, um, there was one part that I was very excited about because one of the things I did know about this movie was that a Mustang shows up and Mustangs in particular are my favorite cars. Uh, and I, I had a, a 66 Mustang when I was a teenager and he, he gets out like, it looks like a 67, maybe a 68, um, that he soups up and everything like that. But, um, for one, I think it was very interesting. They put in a, a Japanese, like a Nissan motor into that, which I don't care about, but a lot of people in America would think that is like blasphemy for, yeah. Yeah, for, for doing that into a Mustang. But also, I agree, I guess. yeah, right. seems kind of weird, but it's kind of cool how they, how they do that. Um, uh, but then my main thing with it though was. I was like, their whole thing is like, they, they have these small, very light uh, cars that can drift for very specific reasons. And a Mustang is not that, man. Those things are like no. pure steel. They are very like rickety. Like, you know, like they, I, I thought it was very interesting that that was the choice, I guess. And it's cool because it's like his dad was fixing it up in the beginning. Again, the foreshadowing, you know, and they just put that engine in there. But I was like, I don't think that that would really do that well in that race. I don't know. <laughs> They're kind of smaller cars too, a little bit, but not yeah. like the other ones. So you'd be like, yeah. put like a tennis ball rolling down a hill compared to a bowling ball, you know? Yeah. That, like I'm yeah. sure those cars are super heavy and they probably yeah. flip like real easily. Yeah. Like, there's, doing something like this. 
and you can do certain things to them, and I'm sure they did. You know, it shows them doing a lot of work on it, but mainly like engine work, it seemed like. But there's a lot uh, that they're just not built for that type of racing in any way. Yeah. <laughs> so very interesting, but but I still loved it because I love those cars. So when it showed up, I was like, "Fuck yeah!" That was my favorite part. <laughs> Well, speaking of, of which, there's also a, another muscle car that shows up towards the end of the oh. movie to close it out, and it's a, uh, the cameo heard around the world. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember not even going to see this movie in theaters, but I heard about the, the special cameo that yeah. shows up. And uh, so at the end of the movie, um, Sean is one. Uh, we think uh, Neil is going to kiss him. Luckily, she doesn't. I don't think my, the contents of my stomach would stay in my body if that were the case. He's just a weird-looking dude. But um, they're celebrating back at the garage, and who shows up but Dominic Toretto mm. to uh, to challenge Sean for a race. And it um, turns out that uh, Han was a friend of Dom, and uh, I guess Dominic just happened to be over there because when you're in this franchise, you just show up in places. You don't sure. even worry about it, you know? Globetrotting. Yeah. So uh, they uh, start to race, and uh, that's when the, the movie ends. Yeah, his... Uh he actually has like a very much like a boat of a car. That thing was huge. And I was like, I want to see that drift. No, don't just go to credits. (laughs) I need to see that shit right now. What what if they just slam into the back wall of that parking (laughs) (laughs) lot? He like makes a turn and gets stuck. (laughs) Goes back and forth. There's no way that car could make those kind of turns. Yeah. No. I mean, I've driven all the cars. I'm like, it feels like I'm driving a boat. You know? Yeah, exactly. Like, they feel so huge. I'm like, I don't they're know huge. Yeah, and slow. Like, I mean, I'm sure it's fast, but it's like turning wise and stuff. It is not built for that at all. So, yeah, that kind of cracked me up. Um, but it was cool to see Dom show back up. I, I, I had heard about that too, and I always knew going into this viewing, I knew about it. But I thought it was going to be more like an after credit scene. I didn't realize it was how the movie ended. Mm-hmm. So that yeah. was kind of cool that they like kind of planned it a little bit more, I guess, for that. So, yeah. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, neither one of these movies have after credit scenes mm-hmm. like the first one. Um, but yeah, it, it was cool to uh, to see Dom like in the actual movie itself. So it's yeah. it's kind of official to the audience that he's he's back. And I guess that was the plan going forward with mm. uh, with Fast and Furious, uh, the fourth movie, which is third in the canon. So Han is in four. Does he come back right away? Yeah, he's in the beginning. Okay. Oh, okay. They do that yeah, part. I guess because Dom that. is in Mexico, and they do that. Uh, they robbed that gas truck, right? I think Remember so. That? I think that's right. He's like real quick, and he's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go to Japan. And that's the joke. Like, he says no. he's going to go to Japan because <laughs> they're in Mexico. Yeah. And, like, they rob something, and it goes wrong. And they're like, oh, I guess someone. And he says, oh, everyone needs to split apart. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, yeah, I guess I'll go to Japan. And <laughs> he shows up he, in the next yells, movie. Yeah. He yells to Dom, you're not the boss of me. I'm going to Japan. And then. <laughs> And then does uh, Sean from this one, does he show up again at all? Yeah, yeah, he actually does. He shows up in, I, I think it's seven or eight. He has like a cameo appearance, okay. appearance where they, it's so funny too, because they use footage from Tokyo Drift in that movie, mm. like for, um, f- yeah, for like part of it. And then it shows, is it seven? whatever it is it has like footage of him as an actor now and it's night and day like oh, you think yeah. he looks old in this movie <laughs> he looks like he's about 87 in, <laughs> in the newer footage it's it's crazy well i but, noticed yeah. i looked at a picture of him uh, at least fairly modern and uh it looks like he's he's gotten a lot of balding kind of like receding hairline you know 
And I felt like when I watched this movie, though, after seeing that picture of him, I was like, it feels like he's just combing all of his hair forward. Like, he's got <laughs> hair, but it looked pretty thin up there. Uh, yeah. And, it, yeah, it doesn't – it kind of makes it hard to see him as, like, a teenager. And then we see him, yeah, against the, the Japanese students that he's around. It's like, oh, yeah, he's clearly 26. <laughs> and then further on, he's, like, 45. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Cool, cool. Um, okay, well, let's uh, let's go around the uh, the table here and, and see what our thoughts are on this movie. So, Daniel, we'll we'll start with you since uh, this is your your favorite between the two. Uh, I still think it's my favorite, and I still think uh, without this movie, you wouldn't have Han, and Han's like a pretty awesome character throughout the, the next, mm. you know, five and six. Pretty, he's pretty yeah. good in his parts, and. Uh, uh, I still like the driving in this one a lot more than I like in Too Fast, Too Furious. Okay, okay, so fair enough. So you're you're still Team Tokyo Drift then? Yeah, and I think it's pretty cool how they tied it in. Eventually, you would think it would be so complicated how they tied everything in, like it wouldn't have worked, and they, they probably would just, mm-hmm. oh no, we'll just forget about this. We never happened. And it seemed like that's what they were doing, but like they finally tied it in in the sixth one, right? And it's like, wow, that works almost. It almost works. Like it, it's yeah. pretty close. Damn close to it. Interesting. They, they almost got it. They, yeah. They almost I got mean, it. except for like, no, you know, I get what you're parts. saying. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> um, uh, I'll, I'll go next. Yeah. Uh, so Stephen, you will, uh, you'll, you'll weigh in after me and uh, give your opinion as to which of these two movies is, is better. But uh, for me, rewatching this, this is the second time I've seen it. I was dreading it for most of the week and uh, sat down to watch it. And uh, I was pleasantly surprised. I actually liked this movie quite a bit more than the first time. I had a better, <laughs> I had a better understanding of, uh, of what this movie was trying to accomplish. Uh-huh. Um, so uh, I, would, I would definitely watch this movie again later. I still don't like Lucas Black as an actor, uh, maybe not even as a human. Oh. Uh, we'll see. We'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens in the headlines, you know? Uh, and uh, I didn't like that first race, but a lot of the other characters beyond that, like I liked uh, uh, Han a lot. Mm-hmm. Neela was good to look at for sure. Um, and uh, Bow Wow, I thought was pretty good. We got the Hulk uh, mobile oh, in there. Yeah. Um, uh, I like Brian T in this uh, as a villain. And then uh, his, his issues with his uncle, it kind of helps add some complications to... Um, his story a little mm. bit and uh that being a uh, like the honor thing being an honor and like family being so tied into um japan and like asian culture altogether. so i like this movie better than i thought i um I, th- I think i still prefer too fast too furious a little bit better uh but only by like uh i don't know maybe a, a uh, half a quarter mile yeah. uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> only an eighth of a mile more yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, Fair enough. So, uh, so yeah, it's, it's really come up there in the ranks for me. Okay. So um, I, I'm glad we rewatched this. So I, you know, going into this, I knew that that's how you guys felt at least before watching these over again. Um, that it was kind of split that way, and I was like, well, okay, I got to be the the deciding vote out of the podcast, I guess, and um, yep. I won't be because they're about even. Um, I <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. That's they, fair. Um, I I didn't like really either of them. Like I don't think I would watch them again. But I didn't hate either of them. I I, I think the the second one is really goofy, and that kind of made for a fun experience for this podcast. And I was a little tipsy watching it, so that helped. Uh, the the third one though, at least like it's so hard. If if it was just if this was Han's story, I would have been like, this movie is cool. Or if it had yeah. been, like, a, a, not a Fast and Furious movie, if it was just, like, Tokyo Drift. Like, I think that that's a valid point, that that would have been... It would have been kind of different in my head. 
Um, because I do like when you when you mentioned some of those things like DK as a, a villain, I thought was good. Um, the cars were better, I think, in this movie than than two. Um, I I liked certain aspects of it more than two, but overall, like I I it really hurt. Like the, the main actor really hurt it for me uh, and his scenes mm-hmm. and stuff. Um, so really, like I was just they're like a, a dead heat to me that I'm just like okay they're they're both mediocre. <laughs> in my okay, <laughs> <laughs> I, that's a fair assumption. Like it's fair. Like it's fair. Yeah. Like you cool. would. Cool. I never I think argued that they're it's one of the best movies. They're both yeah. equally yeah. bad in their own rights. But mm-hmm. I think if I were to sit down and I saw one on, I'd probably change it to Fast and Furious. But if it was on TV, Tokyo Drift, I'm like. All right, I'm gonna watch yeah, it. Yeah, it's one of those movies. I'm like, if I see it on TV, I'm gonna watch it. Yeah, yeah, they're they're both totally watchable. You know, just for like a, a lazy like Sunday afternoon mm. watch or whatever. Um, it's definitely something that you could sit down and, and get into uh, for both of them. So, uh, so Daniel, thank you for uh, suggesting it for your for your episode. Um, it was it's fun to go back and and do and uh, uh, yeah. So. Um, Let's go ahead and, I guess, wrap it up here. Sure. Um, oh, and one thing I'll, I'm will i going to do, I'm going to put up a, a poll on Twitter and Instagram. I'm just curious for our listener base to see which one they, they think is better. Um, so, uh, yeah, I guess check that out. Uh, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at uh, LTASpod. But um, also, feel free to rate and review us on your favorite podcast app. If you have a show suggestion, question, comment, uh, we'll keep the dog picture in there. Uh, show selfie, pop culture combat contender, or something specific that you want us to discuss, be sure to let us know. Email us at let's talk about stuff podcast at gmail.com. And again, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at LTASpod. You can follow Stephen on Letterboxd and Twitter at StephenFisher22. Uh, Daniel, do you want to go ahead and plug your your uh, social media? Uh, sure. Uh, you could follow me on Instagram, Twitter, as a, at Sanchez Goes West. I uh, pretty much labeled everything as that. I don't know why um, I got stuck on that name, but uh, <laughs> if, you, if you even Google search Sanchez Goes West, you'll find most of all my art stuff. On oh, cool. And there's a few other things, but yeah, I don't know. For some reason, I picked the right name to use because I don't think anyone's going to put that together as one word, Sanchez Goes West. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, yeah. You Google it, you'll find my art, you know, my Tumblr, if that still exists anymore, and uh, Twitter, DeviantArt, it's all like connected to that. Cool. To that name, Sanchez awesome. Goes West. Awesome. Even Blockspot, yeah, I'll, which... Yeah, I'll, I've been posted a few years. <laughs> but you know what's still out there if somebody wants to find it that way, right? MySpace. So, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> but yeah, definitely check out uh, at Sanchez Goes West on uh, Twitter and Instagram. Check out his wonderful art and uh, give him some likes and uh, I don't know, money, I guess, if, if yeah. uh, you can find a way to do that. And then you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Brent Hibbard. And also I want to give a plug to uh, Mind Grenade, which is a podcast that is uh, hosted by Hector Roman, who listens to our show. And uh, I was just on his uh, episode, I think it was 164, he said. Uh, it's going to come out later this week, I believe on Thursday. So definitely check that out. We talk about art. Uh, I verbally blow both of you guys uh, on that oh. episode as well. And um, What's new, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, check out Mind Grenade uh, and uh, give him some uh, five-star reviews on your favorite podcast app there as well. And then, Stephen, next week... Mm. We're not, we're not talking uh, Fast and Furious anything. We're just going to do a pop culture catch-up. Yep, we are indeed. We have a lot of things to talk about, so this will be good. 
Awesome, awesome. Okay, so uh, was there anything else that you guys had to say before we wrap it up? No, good. Uh, I just want to say thanks for having me on, guys. I really appreciate it. I'm sure, uh, it was fun to do this. Uh, and uh, yeah, hopefully I added some stuff. Or, and it's kind of cool that you guys did appreciate Turkey Drift a little more. I mean, not <laughs> more, at least it's not hate as much as, you know, you, I don't know. I'm yeah, I definitely don't there, don't hate it anymore. Yeah. So yeah, and I had no clue I've, about it. So yeah, <laughs> now I need to know I'm part of the, the conversation. You know what I mean? So <laughs> well, yes, yeah. Thank you for for coming on, Daniel, and uh, and devoting uh, a chunk of your your Sunday. We we appreciate yeah, it. Absolutely, thank you so much. Thanks for suggesting it too, because it's kind of what led us into actually doing this whole series on them. It's like we thought we'd have you on. We're like, well, maybe we could talk about Tokyo Drift, and then it's like, let's just do all of them because Brent loves them. I haven't seen them all. So uh, I'm actually really enjoying this whole series of it. So, yeah, it's been good. That's cool, man. Yeah, it's been good. I really, the only thing I want to suggest, you should probably have David, DC Hopkins on, because I know he loves okay. this series. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. They yeah. talked, to, they talked yeah. about it on his energy before, and I think uh, mm-hmm. I was like, he got me back into it a little, because it was like I kind of dropped off, I think, after mm. five or so. I was like, ah, I'm good. Then he talked about the, like, six and seven. I'm like, oh, really? I'm like, I got to check him out. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. That's a good point. Yeah, we'll, we'll have to hit him up and see if he wants to, to be on the show. Um, but okay, so uh, we'll, we'll just wrap it up here. So, uh, Stephen, do you want to take us home? Sure. Uh, just until next time. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, without anything else leading into it, it feels weird. Oh, yeah. But until yeah. next time, I'm Stephen. I'm Brent. I'm Daniel. Uh, let's talk later. Go Ducks! Go Ducks! <laughs> <laughs> So I was thinking for the sync word, and Daniel, you, of course, have to participate in this uh, since your internet uh, presence is, uh, is required. Uh, I figure we can do a word from uh, Tokyo Drift that essentially means remove your shoes. Oh. <laughs> so we will say wabaki, wabaki. on three. So wabaki on three. One, two, three. Wabaki. Perfect. All right. I, I didn't know if that meant remove your shoes or those are the names of the shoes. I was confused by all of that. <laughs> yeah, that was. The teacher was like, hey, are those, those new Wabaki kicks? <laughs> Could be. Um, sorry, I'm playing with my audio here. Brent, there we go. quit playing with it. Yeah, I'm gonna go blind. <laughs> I'm gonna wipe your ass. Quack, <laughs> <laughs>